Okay. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm ready. You ready? That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do it now. Somebody got fired for that blunder. Hello and welcome to show 150 of the Veteran Gamers podcast. Yay, 150 Veteran Gamers, yay! Yeah, doing it live, we're doing it live. We are doing it live. Okay. Can, can if you're in the shower box, can you hear us? That's, that's always a good start. Can you hear what we're saying and stuff? So yeah, let's have a look at that. Um, put something in the chat box yeah, if you put, can hear us. Yeah, then we know. But while we're doing that, I'll do introductions. <laughs> Just talk back to us now. Yeah, because we remember there's a lag. Oh, and is it for us today? Yeah, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Oh. In five, four. That's tomorrow. And that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... Uh, I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. Well, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. Do it live! There you yeah. go, we're doing it live. So, yes, everyone can, can hear us. us. Talk back. Yeah, yeah, everyone can hear us. It's is great. it recording? That's a good question. Thank well, you, we'll Nick. come, just a minute, we'll come to that, because I've, I've got a bit of a story about that, but we'll come to that in a moment. Oh, thank God you've got a story. I know. First. I know. So, let's do introductions. So, there's me here, the daddy, as always. Hey. Yeah, yeah, lots of, lots of shows in. Uh, we've also got Duke, you've heard him. Oh, yeah. see me baby that's it and we and we've also got Ginny here somewhere yep. yay yeah all here present and accounted for which is but, a good start can they see you baby Chinny? yeah no. can they see you no. see, they can't see you they can't see Stu yeah and are you shaking but, your ass that's the question well no no but they can see me sometimes double entendre there I see you baby yeah 
yeah, yeah. Shaking your you head. have? Not really. Oh, because see, sometimes there's video on the feed. So if you really want to see what it looks like when I'm doing the podcast, oh boy, tune in because this is exciting. Yeah, yeah, what? Oh my god, have you got your camera rigged all that? <laughs> Diane, the Duchess has a camera on her cell, on her laptop, so occasionally I'll be turning that on for no good reason. Yeah, well, I I need to come to story time because I have a story about recording. Oh my god. I know. Story, story, story time. We're only four minutes into the show. I know. I'm worried. I know. But, right... I had a dream last night. This is this is true. This is absolutely. Is this, is this what we've come to now? No, listen, listen, listen. I had a dream last night, right? Jesus. And it involves somebody who is currently in the shout box. Believe it. Oh or not. God, that, yeah, that's yeah. weird. That's <laughs> that weird. Is really weird, right? And the person it involves is Chris MJW, and he's listening live at the moment. Nice. <laughs> but this is this is a god honest truth, right? I dreamt that I was doing a podcast with Chris, right? And we'd do it for about 10 or 15 minutes, and then he'd go... Sorry. He'd go... Is that a Hoover? What the hell was that? Anyway, he'd go... I was trying to get a song ready, but I can't cue it up. Well, anyway, he'd go, are you recording the show, right? And i go, yeah, yeah, I've definitely pressed the record button. And then I'd look at my computer and go, oh, man, I've not pressed record, right? And he'd go, oh, you numpty, you need to do it again, right? So I'd go, all right, okay, then. Right, so I'd start again, right, and then we'd start talking for about ten or fifteen minutes, and then he'd go, "Are you recording this?" And I'd go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I press the record. You saw me do it, and then I'd look, and I'd, and this went on for ages in my dream. So it was proper, and we were in the same room. It already feels like it's gone on for ages on the show. I know. <laughs> and then you had to say this: "Don't let me break my foot off in your ass." So, so Chris, I had a dream. It wasn't a pervy one. As as I'm, like, it was in your room while you were sleeping. You know, but you were in the same room as me in the dream, and it was a little bit weird. It was that's a little weird, bit okay. weird. Yeah. So there you go. So there you go. So that's that's the story for that. But um, before we start talking about games, I have got a curiosity update. You know, and I need. Oh, to- thank goodness! I know. I know. I need to get this off my chest, right? Because <laughs> because. What is that? <laughs> it's a song. I can't cue it up. We're going to have to mute the whole show. Oh, my God. I just right. hope I can get to... <laughs> okay, that's all. Sorry. I just had to play that. Why? Dare I what? What was Dreamweaver, it? you were talking uh, about the dream you had. Oh That's the God. kind of fast-paced popcorn. <laughs> but I can't cue it up, or I have to mute Bam. the whole. Sh- so we're really in a tight spot. Yeah, it's so behind what. Well, before about. we get into like yeah. some bollocks that you want to talk about, Stu, we should shout out some of the people that are in the share box. First, Island, Chris, MJW, Duff, Stuff, Duke, Scath. I don't know who the fuck that is. Elite, Essel, H, uh, Fletch, GH, Rocker, Ian, W, ninety nine, Mike, Chin, what a name. Nick, Nitrous, fifteen, Tuscan, Verbal, Rob, and are online is, is also in, in the chat. <laughs> I got a phone to pick with Burr Salem when he came to see me in Madison. He only brought me two Xbox games. What's up with that? Stingy. That's no good. Well, you know what? He's coming on the show later so he can tell him face. Yeah, Molyneux has just arrived yeah. in the show. Hey, excellent. Oh, welcome, Peter. <laughs> well, I've got a bone to pick with Peter. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, uh, by the way, we're all waiting with bated breath. By the way, uh, before before we do start, I should say tonight's show is going to be a bit loose. You know, the, the, <laughs> you don't say. 
<laughs> unlike Jason Golliher, who, who has trouble with his bowel movements most of the time, but it is going to be fairly loose. Uh, what you don't know, listeners, is that Stu has prepared that joke for the last two I, days. I, I, I tried saying it in various ways. <laughs> <laughs> it came out. Uh, but yes, it, you know, he's, it's going to be fairly loose in structure. You know, we're going to do whatever and whatever. Oh, I haven't even looked at the news this week. So no, uh, I've, I've put some no in. change from every other show, to be honest. I've put some in there for you. So don't worry. I have put some in there for you. Uh, but yes, um, Peter Molyneux, I've got a bone. I think, right, that Peter Molyneux and his team. Of two, no, and his team of two programmers at 22 Cans are fiddling the cube. Is uh, is what I'm saying, really. Because, right, and I'll tell you why. I have got some evidence to back this up. Early on this past week, suddenly, all the stats that were available on Curiosity suddenly disappeared. So all the ones about current number of players playing, number of players playing since the start, uh, number of cubes removed and all that stuff suddenly disappeared, right? Without any reason. It's a conspiracy! Right? So that, that was the first thing that happened, right? And I'm thinking, that's a bit weird, right? That's a bit weird. And then the moment it came off, the last I saw of the current number of players at the same time was, as I was mentioned last week's show, it was about 559 or something of that nature. So it wasn't a whole lot playing at the same time, right? That's and, a bit weird. And in a 24-hour period, it was something like 284,000 yeah. players had played, removing an average of 49 cubes each, right? So that was what it was at, right? That's then, a bit weird. Then suddenly these stats mi- went missing mysteriously. They did this update. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> they did, listen, listen. They did an update, right? Did an update, right? They did an update to this game, right. That supposedly fixed it and then didn't and loads of other people had issues, right? It's in the, it's like in, like out of the top 100 on the iTunes charts and people are still giving it one star reviews and saying it's shit, right? But suddenly it went from that to people are supposedly removing 342 million cubes a day, right? Which, on the 400 users that they said were using it, because he scrolled across a cube that in the past 24 hours there'd been 400,000 users, would suddenly go from an average of 49 to 855 cubes per person per day. So I, I think that him and his team are fiddling it to make it look like it's a success, basically. It could be. I wouldn't put it past them. A lot else to do in that office at the well, moment. Well, do, do you know, it's, it's just weird that all of these things happened at the same time. Like, all the stats went missing, suddenly the... Conspiracy, It's a conspiracy. A million times as many cubes as they were previously, and and, and, and it's still doing badly in everything, on Android and everything. Conspiracy. They want it, you to believe that it's all a conspiracy, right? Yeah. And there's another weird thing, right? Don't believe the hype! There's another weird thing, right? If you had one giant cube, just for argument's sake, you had a giant cube, yeah, right? And... You removed and it was made up of little cubes. Every time you removed a the layer, there'd be less cubes on the layer below, would there not? Is that not correct to assume? Yeah. Presumably. Right. Well, in this case, that isn't the case. Because every time that these cubes get removed, it's the exact same number of cubes, which is 100 million cubes for every layer. So that's not true either. It's a conspiracy, Stu. It's a conspiracy. It's a, it is a conspiracy. Anyway, I've had... Peter Molyneux started the game and what... what? game going to do to piss off Stu? He did. I think he really did. Because mm-hmm. I, have, I am genuinely pissed off. Because I think he's fiddling it and fixing it. and he's While trying the to make rest him... of the world laughs at you. I know, it is true. It is true. I am a bit nerdy and I've got, obs- <laughs> I have got obsessed. But I, I have also got a confession as well about curiosity. Because <laughs> oh. 
want you to spill your guts. Tell us everything. Thing, 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 thing. Because it's true, right? I wanted to see what the steel pickaxe was like, so I removed enough <gasps> cubes to get a million coins. All right, I did it. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I did it. All right, that's wow. first special sound. <laughs> and I still haven't used it yet, <laughs> so I've got it. And never what are you waited for. I know. I know. <laughs> Well, you know, it only lasts Tense seven and impatient. I want you to hurry up and get to the Is point. Is today's hectic lifestyle making you tense and impatient? Shut up and get to the point! Anyway, let's talk about some proper games. We'll come to you, Chini, first. Go on, off you go. Let's talk about some actual You're seriously games. talking about video games? How dare you? <laughs> let's do Yes. That. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, dude, do it up. Yeah, do it. Do it now. <laughs> right. Um. So I've been... It's really weird if you watch the stream because you can just see flashes of Duke's head. Wow, weird. Every now and again. That's yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't got much hair. That could, like, glur people if there's light shining on it and stuff. No, he's moved out of the way. Yeah, oh, that's Good. fine. I'm um, not looking. I can't look. <laughs> what an exciting thing, describing what's on the video feed. And people who aren't here live, they're missing out completely. They have no idea about all the exciting visuals that everyone else gets to tune into. Are you doing Big Fish, Little Fish, Cardboard Box or whatever? You should be doing that. What the hell are you talking about? Big Fish, Little Fish, Cardboard Box. Yeah. I heard you say that. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's sort of rave dancing. There's no words there. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Play us out. <laughs> Go ahead, Chinny. So, Chinny, what have you been playing? So, I've been playing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we uh, need him now. A miracle could happen. <laughs> Is that a new uh, game, Jesus Christ? Yeah, super. Yes, it's uh, on Xbox Live Arcade, and one of the achievements is uh, find Judas. No, I've been playing. Um, <laughs> is that a mini game? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a Connect mini game. Um, you have to point him out in a crowd. So <laughs> Your hands really hurt after you play that game. I hope yes. no one religious uh, listening to the show right now. But anyway, carry if on. they are, fucking get over it. <laughs> Uh, so I've been playing Assassin's Creed 3. All right, yes. Yay. Yeah. Said, now, last week you had said that the combat you weren't sure about, so now we need an update on what you think about the combat. I still don't know. <laughs> ah, that's insufficient. Uh, I've, I've played, I'm, I've kind of got to the point, I feel like I'm halfway through it now. Uh, I, I'm on the way to New York. Um, so, <laughs> Are there a lot of Italian people there already? Is that yeah. what you said? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> What's going on here with these British people? Hey, hey, what the fuck? Hey. What the fuck? Come on, um, <laughs> so I'm on the way over there, and yeah, like you know, uh, George Washington pops up, um, all that shit. Redcoats, Patriots. Um, this is a really hard game. Is that? I mean, I'm, just Paris. a minute, just a minute. Is that how they described it when they were describing? That's the blurb at the back. That's the yeah, at the back. yeah, George Washington and all George that shit. E. <laughs> George Washington and shit. Yeah. Um, but not his slaves, I expect. Well, I think that the, the, the whole slave stuff um, kind of plays more on the Vita game. Liberation. Assassin's Creed Liberation. Oh, yeah. There actually is mention of the slaves. That's an interesting Because thing. that's set in New Orleans and you play as a mixed-raced woman. That's uh, right. So I think that's got like, a little bit more interesting. But it doesn't really explore it very well. But um, mm. Assassin's Creed 3, you play as Connor... Uh, n- not for the start of the game, but you get into it after a while, uh, and you're 
half uh, Native American and half British. Uh, so it's okay to kill the British because you're half British. You know, I mean, it's kind of a very pass. Um, and it's really hard to talk about it because the game is so good. It's 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 you know well realized. It's um, the the graphics are amazing. Uh, the acting's pretty good in it. The missions are varied. However, it's just not as good as two. Right, or Brotherhood. And I think the reason is because it doesn't introduce the kind of all the other shit that you have to do. So there's this trading system now, right, where you can you've got like, like this homestead and you can invite people to live at the homestead and they'll offer wood or they'll careful Stu, don't laugh. Offer wood or they'll offer <laughs> wood. <laughs> What else? You know, like materials, <laughs> blacksmiths, and all this. And, so, and you, you, you kind of do a mission to recruit them to get say, hey, you know, there's plenty of land where where I live. Why don't you support the economy and you know bring your trade to my area? Um, <laughs> you, you can do this. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, you can do this. <laughs> you could do this kind of trading system, but like it just kind of goes. You know, there's a training system here. It's way so complicated, but it's there, okay? And it doesn't really go into it, and you don't need it. There's not much... There's not many moments in this game where you need money, and there's not many moments where you need to upgrade your armor, because in Assassin's Creed 2, if you remember, to upgrade your health, to get more health, you have to get more armor, like better, stronger armor. However, with this one, like your health is the same no matter what you wear, so there's no real reason to get... It's only aesthetics. Yeah. It, there's no real reason to get armor. The weapons that you have, you've got a rope dart, which is sick as fuck. You've got um, a, like a tomahawk, which, let's face it, is awesome. Uh, you've got your blades. You've got a sword. And you've got a bow and arrow. You've got everything. All right? You, you just loot um, like dead enemies if you want some more bow and arrows. Um... There's no real reason for money. So, you don't feel like you have to kind of partake in any trading. It's too complicated anyway. It doesn't feel like it's fleshed out. And it doesn't force you into it in any way. It kind of briefly goes into it, guides you through it once, and then just goes, right, that's, that was the trading thing. And to be honest, I forgot it was there for a while. Um, all the side missions stuff, it feels like they're victims of the feature creep that you've talked about, Duke. You know... Where they they keep putting all these features into Assassin's Creed, and like they haven't got rid of some of them that don't matter. Like the whole, you know, calling in your assassins to get some help. Yeah. That that I mean I don't know how to get more assassins. I don't know how to do it. And is that, is that is, so? Is is it not the same as the other games then to get more no, assassins? Then? Because there's like these liberation missions, and I've been doing those, and I thought, oh, if I do all these, I'll get an assassin. No. Uh, I don't know how to get them, uh, and and you know even if somebody tries to explain to me, like the game should tell me how to do that. In the two and Brotherhood, well, sorry, in Brotherhood, it was really easy. In Revelations, it was even easier. It's like this guy who I don't know was down on his luck. He says, "Hey, you should be an assassin," you know. But with this one, they tried to give him a, the, the the assassins that I do recruit. They have a little bit more of a a backstory than the other assassins, but I don't know how to recruit more, and I've only got two. I don't know. I, I just 
not convinced with it really. But the the problem is, it's really good at the same time. Like, I I love the animations, the kills, the tree climbing when you climb over all the trees and stuff. Oh, that's great. But like it just all the other systems. It's only the main missions that are fun. Everything else, like all the side questions and stuff, just very boring and dull. Like there's nothing else in the world. It feels a little bit empty. But do you have to carry boxes around and and be oh, careful not to drop boxes? Oh, no, but there is there is a mission that is just as dumb. Where you know the whole the famous uh, the, the the British are coming. The British are coming, right? Well, yeah, I heard about that. That that you know that whole thing. Um, yeah. So what the, the way that scene plays out is you give this dude who's apparently like some historical figure. I don't know my American history. Um, a, a lift on the back of your horse, and he goes uh, straight on. Left, right, left. It's like this isn't how it was. This is bullshit. Uh, and, and like you have to knock. I actually on, have knock a, on. a historical recreation of how it was. Was that meant to be in a really weird, teeny way? That sounded no, like it was coming so out of the gramophone. It, so I don't know what the. It looked like a good one on YouTube, but the sound quality is horrible. Is that anyway, right? that's the song "Paul Revere" by the Beastie Boys, and Paul Revere is the guy who ran around on the horse. So. There you go. Well, you know, well, I mean, giving, you're giving that guy a, a lift on a horse, all right? And it doesn't tell you where to go; it just tells you the area where to go. And it goes left, right. Oh, this is definitely the way. I was like, this is not the fucking American. Do you know, that's I mean, not the way. The biggest. Creation. The biggest issue I've had with previous games, and I'm guessing this might be similar, is 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 all those side missions. I just couldn't be bothered. All I wanted to do was find out what happened in the story. I was never really that interested in just sending pigeons to places and I, I think doing in, other stuff. In Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood, though, it kind of always felt like when I, when I was going from mission to mission that things were getting in my way in a good way. You know, in Red Dead Redemption as well, like, oh, I've got this to do and I've got this to do. And it felt like I had a lot to do and all of it was fun. Um, but with this game, it's like... I run through a town and I don't see anything pop up on the map. I don't see any underground secret layers that yeah. I've got to uncover. I don't see any uh, collectible. Well, there are some collectibles, but they're not very interesting. It's always just bollocks. Um, I, I, there's, there's just nothing interrupting me on the way to the missions. There's nothing like kind of, you know, taking to me, me off to the side and say, hey, you should do these missions as well. It's just the main missions. The main missions are awesome. Like there's one where I just did where. Uh, Galo, SLH just said in the chat box. Yeah. Uh, there's one mission where I just did. I didn't want to yeah. interrupt you, but uh, since you mentioned it. Oh, Man, they best renamed that shit to Galo. Bam. Um, there you go. It, you know, uh, it's the famous speech of like, the whites in their eyes and all this nonsense. Um, so, you know, you, you kind of. It's a full on war, and there's loads of NPCs fighting loads of other NPCs, shooting each other. Um, and you have to kind of sneak round. I could see it before it was going to happen. I was like, well, I'm not going to go through that. That's just ridiculous because, you know, what kind of a game would that be? That would be too much fun. Um, so as an assassin, you have to go around to the left and then sneak, you know. To, and that was a pretty good mission. It was it was good. But I don't know. It just There's nothing pulling me to the side of the, away from the main missions. It's just the main missions. And that's what's disappointing about it. The, the kind of tree climbing, the environment, the settings, the animation, the kills, that's all brilliant and I'm going to carry on playing it I enjoy it but really like Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood nailed it with the side missions and the extra stuff that you have to do it felt so much better um, 3 is just kind of like a step down and I still don't like the controls I really don't like the controls in, in 3 I don't think the fighting is as fun I don't think um, the lock on works because there is no lock on it just kind of does it automatically 
and it goes out of it automatically. I don't think. I think. I think, the, I think the problem is from the developers' point of view. They wanted to make it so people couldn't just spam the fighting and you know just win every fight really easily. So they tried to make it no, more interesting by making that, it more you, difficult. You I guess. I to do that anyway. My brother used to do it when he played Assassin's Creed. He used to spam the fighting. Um, I don't know. I, I just think they they've kind of messed it up a bit um, for the sake of it. They needed like it's a, it's a new number. They needed to change some things. I don't know. I just I'm not convinced. I'm not. There's no well, reason for any money. There's no reason to do any side quests. There's no reason to do any trading. I don't really know how to assign my assassins. The only good thing about the game no, is no. that the only good thing about the game. I think I think you had a seizure then. Was like, what was uh, that? Is, no, it's Les Dennis. It was me doing a perfect impression of Les Dennis. Ah. The, the only good thing about the game okay. is the the historical setting, the the kind of you know where you are, what you're doing, and the main missions. That's it. Yeah, it seems a shame. Before you move on to your next game, um, I have got another confession. You know, I've, I've already done I'm not one. playing it again. I know. Well, I've got another confession. You don't. You have didn't to record it. the show. No, no, I am recording the show. <laughs> don't worry. I had a dream about that last night. I've already said this, right? There is no way I was forgetting to record tonight's show. But no, um, the confession I've got is is this: as as you know, the last Call of Duty game I purchased was Call of Duty Four. That was the last one I purchased. And you've hated every game since then. No, actually, that's not quite true. Actually, that's wrong. The last game, the last Call of Duty game I purchased was two, but I played that after I played four. <laughs> so to put him, and the last Call of Duty game or most recent one I played was Modern Warfare Two, round at Feng Chui's house, as we know. <laughs> and I, I refused to buy any of them because I didn't, uh, I didn't because agree. You hate the man. I hate the man, and I did not agree with the increase in the price of Blops or Call of Duty or whatever it may be, just because they think they can get away with it. Do you know what I mean? And that was uh, that was insensitive. Yep. But I have been playing Blops too. So I thought before you start talking about it, I got it. It came through on Love Film on the release. Played yet. it. I played it and finished it. So we'll go. <gasps> Oh my goodness, Stu's so, played a modern first-person shooter. I know, and finished it. So, but only, I mean, as soon as I finished it, it was straight back in the envelope and back. I didn't touch the multiplayer, I didn't touch zombies mode and nothing. So I just played the single player. It's weird that you wouldn't ch- touch zombies. I find that strange. Well, I, don't know, I haven't got time. I haven't got time to be playing stuff with people. I've got time for that. I've got time for that. <laughs> so I'll let you say what you're going to say, and I might just chip in as we go along. So well, I've only played the multiplayer. Oh well, that's even better then. Shall I? So you talk about that. You give a full review, except no zombies. Damn it! Yeah, no zombies. You talk about the multiplayer, and then I'll talk about the single player. Then in that case, I'll pretend like zombies. It's like every Call of Duty you've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, even with the point streaks, even the point streaks, man. I mean, like that's pretty cool. Uh, the, the the one, the one kind of thing that I do like about it. Um, I think it's good. I think it's better than Modern Warfare 3 because I didn't really like Modern Warfare 3. Uh, they've totally changed up the, um, the the sounds of the guns, the sounds of the, the guys dying. You know, these little things I've noticed because uh, you see them so often and they're repeated so often. I like some of the maps. Uh, for some reason today they've took off the, the Nuketown map. So you can only play that at the moment through custom maps. So everybody that pre-ordered it for the special Nuketown map can't play it anymore. Uh, because they did have a playlist where they were just playing that one over and over and over again. That was a cool map. Um, I I like it. I, I, and some of the nice little touches that you'd appreciate, Duke, because you play the multiplayer is I so do. If you, put, you know the, the the old score streaks thing. So you, it's not kill streaks; it's score streaks. So if you get a certain amount of points, like 350 points, you get a UAV. Blah 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 blah. Um, and, and you get like them for a, kills and other things now. Other things, yeah. So you get like. 
100 points per kill, you need 350 yeah. for a UAV. So, um, you know, you could... If you turn on if you turn on a UAV, for example, and somebody else gets a kill while your UAV is on, you get ten points for a UAV assist. So I think that's a nice change. It's not like a massive change. It's not going to completely change the way the whole game is run, but it certainly encouraged people to kind of go for the objective more or use the equipment more. Um, uh, it takes a while to get into games for some reason, but once you're in, you're fine. Uh, it. The, the maps from what I played are, you know, a little bit better. Some are good, some are bad. I don't know. There's some that I hate and some that I love. There's the usual modern warfare nonsense, uh, Call of Duty nonsense. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I know another thing I'd say about it. I think it's it's showing its age. The game. Have you so have you had any trouble with the service? Because there's been lots of controversy oh. surrounding the servers not working properly or... Oh, no. The only problem I have is, like, say I'm trying to join a friend's game and it takes a while for me to join that game. Like, it try, like you know, they've invited me to their lobby, right? And right. I'm trying to join in and they're just waiting for me. And there's just this loading... The, the Triarch loading symbol keeps going and going and going. And it doesn't connect and then I'll join in again. It doesn't connect. and But once I'm in, it's fine. So and I got I've only got chucked out of a game once um, because of connection. So and you know it's not, it's not that's not bad going. Um, yeah, it's I, it's looking its age though. The game is looking its age. Uh, the 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 engine isn't as nice as it used to be. Uh, I don't know. It's it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, I mean, I, right. Well, I'll I'll talk about the single player because I played player. and finished that. Wow. Um, yeah, the first the first thing I'd say it's short. It's not very long. It probably took me about four and a half, five hours. Fuck yeah. to get to the end of it. I was playing on easy though because I wanted to get it done as quickly well, as possible. He's also a beast, Chinese. <laughs> I was. I played it on easy, but well, weirdly, not easy. Weirdly though, um, I only died three times during the whole play time. I'm not surprised. I know. And on those three times, guess how I died? Guess how I died? Yes, you killed yourself, wasn't you? No, no. A grenade landed at my feet, of course. It's Call of Duty, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the... This guy's uh, an idiot. But that playtime can be increased with the Strike Force missions. Are those so, No. The, I don't like them at all. I, I played the Oh, they're like each, side oh. missions that you mm. can choose, right? Yeah, you can choose them at the beginning of each level, and each one has its own Strike Force mission. What I didn't realise is that some of the Strike Force missions affect the ending of the game because there are some characters within these missions that you have to either save or do something with to affect yeah. what happens at the end. Um, but yeah, the, the, it, it did the first one, and it's basically a real-time strategy game. Or mini game, or not even a mini game. It's very odd. So basically, you'll be given a fairly enclosed area, and then basically what you have to do is you can take over the turrets in that area, the claws, which are these like you know beast metal mechanic things that sort of go around shooting everything, or you can take over the drones, or you can take over the soldiers. So, but each sort of you'll have like in this one, you had three things to defend. And there were different soldiers coming in at different ends, so you had to decide which bit to defend first and leave. And to... But the AI is really terrible in these parts of the game, and they're not, they don't do anything for themselves when you're not there. So they're not defending while you're defending a different part of the map. They just sort of wait till you go over there. So it's a bit weird, and it was a bit... I didn't like it too much. You're avoiding the elephant in the room last year. What was that? What was that? Did you have fun? Well, let me come to that. So that bit I didn't like. Of course. Okay. That's a secondary question, Chimney. Yeah, of course you wouldn't answer that question. Didn't really like that, mate. Uh, as for the game itself, for the game, the game, okay, the game, mm-hmm. um, 
It was. Hey, wait, you want a drum roll? <laughs> yeah, give me a drum roll. Let's have a drum roll. It was. It was all right. It was yeah, all right. That hurts, doesn't it? It does. It but the issue, the issue I have is this: I do have an issue with the game. It. It just. Of course you do. It just the way they structure it just feels really disjointed. It it didn't it's feel it's like different teams for twenty different missions. Well, I think because they do so many flashbacks and so many different sort of bits of the game, and then sort of bang it all together in some sort of narrative. It, it, I like the story. I thought the story was actually okay. I like the bad the bad man or the you know the baddie character. I thought he was really quite good. Uh, Menendez, Raul Menendez, he's called in the game. Um, I thought he was a good character, and he did some pretty ropey stuff. Gotta say, there was there were some shocking moments. He certainly went for the shock factor in a couple of scenes in the game, you know. And and they did, there was a couple of twists and turns that you know I didn't necessarily see coming, so I thought that was kind of cool. But it it's a bit like a quickie, you know. That's probably the best way to describe it. It's a bit like having a quickie, you know. You feel sort of satisfied, know, but, okay. but it's it's over very quickly. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you know, just saying. I'm just saying. Look, that's the best analogy I can come up with. Uh, it looked okay. I mean, the first <laughs> was what was kind of interesting was the the first level because right, there's obviously these pre-rendered cutscenes, you know, that lead into each level. Um, but well, some of the actual gameplay looked better than the pre-rendered cutscenes. I felt it, you know, I felt it looked better once you were in game than it did on the cutscenes, which was a bit weird. Uh, some great particle effects going on, but you're right. I think it is showing its age, and I think it's this is showing its age. It's definitely like this is about as far as you can push, push. it as much as you yeah, can. And we're so used do. to kind of see top end PC games now. Yeah. We kind of know what we're missing a little bit. So. The biggest thing that really pissed me off about the game, regardless of the story and the characters, I thought they were all fairly well acted as well. You know, some good voice acting going on. It's polished. You know, it is polished. And there's no two ways about that. Surprise. It probably cost like a $5 billion. Yeah. But, right, it might have cost $5 billion, right? But in the game now... It didn't now, cost $5 billion. Well, however much it cost. But... It cost $4 billion. As in the multiplayer, you can now choose what attachments to put on your weapons, what weapons you want to take. So it'll give a suggested loadout that you should take into a level, right? But then it'll go, but you can choose your own. So so you're unlocking weapons within the single player like you do in the multiplayer as you're going along and completing levels and gaining points and stuff, which was really good. I like that. But, but for whatever reason, right, and I have no idea why, when you go to set attachments on your weapon... There's the the hugest amount of lag ever moving between different attachments. So it would like you'd press it four times before it actually moved. Oh, and I, you just reminded me of Assassin's Creed Three. No idea. Oh, oh, you know, in Assassin's Creed Three, you you've both played Assassin's Creed Two. Yep, yep, yep. You know, when you press RB, you bring up a weapon wheel. Oh yeah. How quick does that load? Oh, quick in the past games. Instantly. Yeah. Right. Straight up. You do the same thing with this loading screen. What? Loading what? screen. A loading screen. Loading screen. Like a mini loading screen. For a weapon. Well, yeah, look, like, you, okay, this is the extra time. You press RB. Weapons. Wow, that's quite a long time. That's crazy. Yeah, can you imagine if that happened in Mass Effect? You know, when you're giving orders. No. <laughs> so annoying because you. By you, the way, you, you're used to uh, what happened before. Ah, Jesus. Well, the problem was, just going back to Blops 2, it got, so, it got so bad that in the end, whatever there was a recommended loadout is just what I went with because I thought, do you know what? I can't even be bothered trying to do it. 
because it takes that long to do it. I just want to get into the game. Um, so overall, I thought the ending was good. I like the ending, but again, it varies. I, I've had a look at all the different endings, and I was like, oh, all right, that's kind of interesting, you know. And then there is a cool Easter egg at the end of the credits, right? But, word of warning, don't do what I did. Right, and sit through the whole credits. Because you know when you're sitting through the credits thinking, oh, there could be an additional achievement or there could be some cool cutscene at the end that they've sort of put in after the, the credits have rolled. But I'm always a bit worried about skipping them just in case you don't get to see it, you know, if you, if you sort of... 20 minutes. It took 20 minutes for the credits. 20 minutes. I was just like, oh, my God. But, yeah, overall, I, I sort of enjoyed it with the short time I was with it and then I sent it back and I'm forgotten about it pretty much now. So there you go. So there. You go. Hmm. So that's it. So there you I'm go. Surprised you didn't hold it for the zombies because people are uh, saying it's like Leopard Dead. It's uh, true. It is true, right? And I've heard I've heard a lot of those comments. But then I've got Left 4 Dead, so if I want to play Left 4 Dead. I can play Left 4 Dead. Oh, don't be so fucking cynical. Right. And I've got Left 4 Dead, dude. Christ. No, let's get well. I can. Bollocks, dude. I don't buy it. Look, I don't buy it. You just been. Yeah, oh, it's fucking popular. I don't want to play. I don't. It. Want, no, I don't want no, the Left 4 Dead knockoff. No, I want to play the no, real McCoy. No. Gundam Star. Gundam Star. That was a request from a while ago on the shout box. Yeah, like yeah. Do you know, if one more person puts in the shout box, are you sure this is recorded, Stuart? I'll tell you. Even I'm not convinced. Funny even, every now, time. even though I've got Pamela here and I can look and it says 39 minutes, right? I'm like, is it recorded? <laughs> so hopefully it is recorded. Um, so, yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm not, I was, just wasn't bothered because also I've got other games I want to play. <laughs> well, no, that's a better reason. I've got other games I want to play on my list. So I've no real reason to keep it. Oh, you play what we tell you to play. I've got to say, though, I was still amazed that it came on, on the day after release. I was kind yeah, of... Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, it was just... Most people buy it. Yeah, just lucky, I guess. Most people buy it. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, have you got any other games to talk about, Ginny? Halo Wars. Halo Wars, go for it, then. Tell us what um... else. Oh, when he plays a game from ten years ago, you're all, go Gosh. for it, go Gosh. for it. But yeah, when I, I, thought, I said a little while ago... I said that as a joke. I didn't think he'd say go for it. Go on, go for it. Go, look. I'm fit. Look, you keep telling me off and I keep getting emails and texts and those telling me off and not letting you talk about it. So I'm just going to let I you know, talk I'm about gonna, whatever you want to talk about. I'm going to talk about this as if you two know everything there is to know about Halo Wars. So here we go. Oh, right. Uh, I can say that now because he did say Halo. Um, <laughs> best name that shit to Galo Wars. Uh, right, so me and Matt have tried the, the Forge Forge tactic. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So we want to try and upgrade to Grizzlies. Oh, and do yeah, a rush. Knows but that. really, you've got to do a rush if you're playing with Forge because the Grizzly takes so long to, to, to upgrade because you've got to get 500 points each tank. So he's going to get the Hawks, then I get the Grizzlies. He attacks early, I build up the Warthogs, tech upgrades, and then attack with the Warthogs. They're quite vulnerable. They, do, they think I'm doing a Warthog rush. And then I'll get my Grizzlies. Then I'll get my Grizzlies. But you've got to be careful not to spread out your units too much because you don't want to look like that you're taking other bases because they'll know that you won't have a lot of units on the ground. But we tried that technique. It didn't work, but we're, we're, we're kind of getting there with it. We're going to try the Anders and Forge technique next. I must admit, I must admit, I listened to you talk about this on the Overseas Connection when you were talking about playing those guys who were really, really good at it. Yeah. And I did find it kind of interesting, you know, when you sort of saying, oh, and then we, had the, we, were, we draw them out on paper and this is what we're yeah, going to we do. do draw out. Like, we, well, like, um... So, in all seriousness, uh, there's there's kind of different ways you can play it. Like, uh, the, you got to be careful that people don't rush you. Uh, and basically, the, the ways that people rush you are they build a lot of warthogs, right? Uh, which are very quick, very cheap, 
and very quick to make, um, but they're not very strong. But if you attack early with a lot of them, you can be quite vulnerable. Now, the rush might not work, but it'll certainly do a lot of damage. Um, so uh, that's that's a technique that people use. Um, if no one's rushed at all, either side, then you get worried because you're wondering if they're going to go for bases or what kind of units. It, there's a lot of tactics involved, and we kind of think that we've got like our tactic figure out, figured out, and then we, we come across something else. And uh, We tried to do a thing where Matt just built tanks, and I built anti-vehicles and anti-air, but we kept on getting in the way of each other's stuff because there was so much stuff on the, the ground and not enough on the air, and oh, it was nuts. It's a great game, though. I've got, I've got to say, like strategy games. I admire people who are really good at strategy games, but I look at them and go, I have no idea what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. Really got, I think Animals is quite approachable, though. I, think, I, I do. I think it's, uh, it's definitely like a, a, the best console strategy RTS that I've ever played. So, Chinny, uh, did you say you you actually draw out strategies on paper? Yeah. No. <laughs> you remember that from the Simpsons? <laughs> See, I've I, I've watched Simpsons on occasion, but I don't just haven't watched enough of them like you. I remember every little thing that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, <sighs> mercy! Um, yeah, I've, I've got Halo Wars. Sorry, not Halo Wars. Halo Four <laughs> sitting here. Um. Still got Borderlands 2. I haven't really touched that. No, I need to get back on so that. So many games. I've got Resident Evil 6 here that I've got to play. I've got this, this, this games oozing at me every order. No, Borderlands 2 and Resident Evil 6 are kind of two different beasts when you're talking about why you haven't played them. Well, the reason why I haven't played them, they're not separate beasts, actually, because they're both co-op. All right, And they're games that I'm going to be playing with uh, Marsh. And then um, Halo 4 is also co-op. I'll be playing with Marsh and Ben. So the reason I'll put those aside, that's why I'm smashing Assassin's Creed at the moment, just to, to get that out of the way. Once I've posted that, I'll be playing more Black Ops probably or something. Uh, yeah, just too many games at the moment. Too many games. Too Hitman's many. my next one. I want to try and get Hitman in the post. Yeah, I get it. Mixed, review, mixed reviews for that. But... Yeah, I've, I've heard it's flawed but fun. That's what yeah. I've heard. Yeah. I've also got Hitman Blood Money here, which I've never finished. So I've got, I'm kind of in a Hitman mood. So I feel like I want to play it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mention in Borderlands 2, I could play this again because it's been a while since it's been relevant. Oh, come on. Let's kick it out. Come on, everybody. Kick me out. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. There you go. Imagine me oh. dancing. That's there pretty much uh, what I've been playing. Right, Duke. Over to you. I'll go last. Yeah. Look at that. I'll go. I've been playing great, crazy papers because it has been an insane rush. All day to grade paper. I graded papers all day yesterday, except for a couple of breaks for DOTA and uh, DOTA two with Unidin Vixen and her friend. I don't know if she's listening or not. I don't know if she's in the shout box. But now, anyway, I told her we'd be doing the live show, so maybe she's listening. Who knows? Now, as Fuck. you mentioned in Dota two, I've got. A, I have a confession about that game also. Oh, thank God! I was hoping you'd. Bust I know. It. I know. Because right, somebody sent me a you know like a gift on Steam. That's so nice. I don't remember who sent me mine, but it's very well, nice. Of- someone sent it me right, and then I thought, oh, there'll be a history of that, so I'll be able to go back and have a look at it, so I can shout him out on the show, you know, and say, thanks oh. very much. No, no idea. I, I, I sort of vaguely remember. Yeah. So I apologize. So if you send me that code, 
Thanks very much. I haven't got around to playing it yet, but I will give it a go. So thank you. Well, I if you're, if you're listening, that sent me Guild Wars Two demo, and Zir Yug sent me the uh, Half Life Two on Steam. Thank you, Phil Olson and Zir Yug, for sending me gifts. That's nice. So you remember the people that thank people who send yeah. you gifts. That's lovely, that is, man. I know. Well, thank you, yeah. whoever sent it to me, but I haven't got around to playing it yet. But I have got Is it. Someone else you want to thank, Stu? Yes, I, I do remember it, but you'll come to that because you're going to talk about it, and so am I. So Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, before I get to that, um, someone named Pro Evo Sock Champio on Steam said, uh, they just sent me this note on Steam out of the blue, this little message that said, PC Steam games is rubbish. The games on Steam are freaky, not normal games. And I was like, okay, how do you define normal? And he goes, games that Stu don't play. And I was like, yeah, well, you got me there. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> now, to be fair, there are a lot of games you don't play on Steam. So, for instance, Black Ops is on Steam, and you have played that, but you don't play that. I do play uh, some normal games sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. But anyway. Um, I played the demo for the new Need for Speed Most Wanted game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I played that as well. Um, Do you mean need for, need for Speed Burnout Paradise? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's oh, Stu Burn! Wow! I, How did you do that? It was fairly obvious, wasn't it? <laughs> Here, wait, I'll find obvious, the thing. But true. <laughs> yeah. It was. Because it, it oh, is. Wait, here's the thing that, that goes to that event. sound clip. <laughs> yeah, let, me play it. let me put this up in the video window. Oh, I'll God. Hit again so you can hear the thing that goes with the video. There you go. You're welcome. Um, so, anyway, I played the thing with the Need for Speed Most Wanted, and it's. I don't know. It's okay. It was good. I know I had fun with it, but it, it yeah. really is just burnout. If you didn't know and you'd, someone just said, play this game, right? You'd yeah. play it. And if they went, what game is that? Without telling you, you would think it was Burnout Paradise. It doesn't feel like a Need for Speed. I mean, the original Most Wanted, I really liked it because it was more arcadey. And now it feels like every racing game is more realistic. And it's not super realistic, but I don't know. I really like the arcadey elements. And it was hard to get away from the cops here. And they're in. This is the thing I noticed that really drove me crazy. There are no uh, chase breakers. You know what I'm talking about? You see, I don't know, because I never played earlier most one, like Need for Speed games. So. Chase breaker. In the original Need for Speed Most Wanted and in Carbon, when you're being chased by the cops, there are these orange markers on the mini-map. People in the shout box, help me out with this. Confirm that I'm not insane. Uh, so we had, you, when you were chasing, by, when you were getting chased by the cops, you could drive, they would show up like next to a, a street light, or it would usually be a bigger thing than that. So a big donut next to a donut shop, and you could crash into the supports of the donut, and the donut would fall on the cops. And it was yeah. so much fun, and that was a great way to get away from the police. Now those are gone, so you just have to like do all the side streets and dip and slide around and all. And I'm just like, whatever, I don't really care. And about it, it. it became a bit of an annoyance in the middle of a race as well when they start chasing you, because that happens as well. Yeah, I don't mind that so much, as long as it's you get away from them. But there's no way to get away from them now. You just have to, I mean, if you're fast and you can go around corners quickly, I guess. But I like, again, I like the arcadey element of dropping a huge donut on the cops. Yeah. So oh, uh, you could have ended that very differently. Dropping a yeah. huge donut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's okay. I, I don't know. I, I probably won't go racing out to get it, but I might pick it up at some point. It was fun. I mean, it's it's on my rental list, so you never know. It may come. Eh, um, I was on the edge of my seat if it was on your rental list. Then, so. I know. 
Yeah. <laughs> Night Sky is a yes. game on Steam. Yes, Did you thank play you. It, Stu? I have, yes. You, I, I, I liked it so much, and I thought, you know, Stu will really like this. I do. So I got it for you. Do you know what was weird, right? Last night, I thought, well, I better play this before the live show tomorrow, then I can sort of say what That's I think about right. it. And I started playing it, and then about three quarters of an hour later, I was still playing it, and thought, do you know what? Yeah. I need to go to bed. It's <laughs> a good sign when I get Yeah. And it's, it's a cool little, it's a very cool little game. And it's very aesthetically pleasing. It is very aesthetically pleasing. Now, it's kind of dumb because, like, there's little monsters in the background. It kind of, it's obviously inspired by Limbo because it's, it's, everything's dark except for your little sphere that you're rolling around. And the background is usually a gradient from, like, you know, violet to black or whatever. So it's very beautiful in the background. But the monsters that are in the background, they just sit there. They don't actually do anything. So at first I was like, I better not get too close to it or whatever. Yeah, I thought that. Oh, wait, nothing happens if you get anywhere near it. So whatever. It's just there for kicks. It's a great physics puzzle game, though, basically, it is. is what it, it is. is. And it, it just works. But the, the only weird thing I felt about it was that even in full screen, it's still a little window in the middle, which yeah, was very that's odd. That's very silly. There's no full screen on it, like proper full screen. It's just sort nope. of always a window. But the full screen is the window in the middle with a black background, basically. Right. And you would think that with a game like that, it seems kind of simple in terms of its graphic design. Yeah. But it came out a while ago, so whatever. But it's great. I really, it I really enjoyed it. I'll fun. definitely be. And it was it. definitely worth two fifty. Like it's usually yeah, ten dollars, and I was like ten dollars for this. I don't know, but for two fifty, it was on sale. I was like, yeah, I'll try that out. Which I also uh, I bought, but I haven't played yet. Uh, there was a game yesterday on Steam called Sin Episode One or something like that. Right. Uh, and I bought it, but I haven't played it. Apparently, it's a shooter using the Source Engine. So right. uh, it was cheap, two fifty, and uh, yeah. Yeah, the thing, by the way, the stuffing bundle came out today, you know, the Indie Royal bundles. Oh, yeah? The stuffing bundle. And I, I, there, there was nothing really grabbed my attention. Unfortunately, I've got the, first, the two of the games I've already got. So, But there's still some good games in there because there's Puzzle, Puzzle Agent 2 by Telltale, which is a good game. So it's, it's worth maybe a look. And obviously, you can pick it up mega cheap again. So, you know, they're, they're always worth a look, the, uh, the old Indie bundles, uh, whichever yes. one. So that the might be worth a look. Bundle, Indie Royale. Yeah, the stuffing I'm bundle. Looking, see, five forty-seven is the current minimum. Yeah. I just want to see which games are in it. Puzzle Agent Two, yeah. Dream Machine, Children of the Nile, Anomaly, Warzone Earth, Adventure Apes. I've never heard of any of these. Yeah, Anomaly's um, that's a tower defense game, I think. Um, done. Yeah, the first one though, that's a point-and-click huh. adventure game done with plasticine. That's kind of cool. Dream Machine, really? That's kind of yeah. cool. That's kind of cool. That's all right. That's not a bad. That's that's one of the better games in, that in Puzzle Agent. Five dollars by itself. Yeah, those two together in Puzzle Agent Two is pretty good as well. Both both point and click adventures. I might so. get it. I mean, you know, these are much more appealing to me now that I have a decent Windows machine. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Windows also lets me play Dota Two, which was awesome. I played with uh, what's her name, Uniden Vixen, and her friend. I wish I could remember her friend's name because I'd give shout her out, but I don't remember, so whatever. Um, but it was crazy because I was grading papers and I had sort of you know just Steam on in the background, uh, and so she gave me this message like, "You want to play a game?" And I'm like, "Oh, I gotta grade these papers," but uh, whatever. So. I'll play again with her at some point because I really had a good time, which I didn't have the previous times I played Dota. So it's really it's, it makes a big difference if you're playing with someone you know, you know, just the same way that Left 4 Dead makes a big difference if you're playing with someone you know there or whatever. But the biggest thing I've been playing over the weekend was Guild Wars Two. Uh, Phil Olson gave me a demo. Apparently, if you have the game, you get some demos to give to people once in a while, and uh, 
Man, that game's addicting. Oh, I like the use of words there. Ah, ah good word. There, nah. oh. uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's, okay. Are, the, you, are the, you finding most... that it's addicting you to it? Well, it's the, 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 okay, so here's the thing. There are quests. <laughs> like, there are points when you're supposed to go run around and, like, I, my origin story has to do with there's this area called the Nightmare Court, and it's the bad guys, and they've kidnapped your friend's girlfriend and so you have to go and try to get her back but she's like no i want to stay here and you're like what it's the nightmare court it's got her brain so i i'm supposed to be pursuing that but the most fun thing about the game is just exploring because there's a lot of different parts of the world and it's kind of distracting and annoying that you you move you know 20 seconds in one direction and suddenly you go from jungle to river or jungle to desert you know what i mean I guess jungle to river isn't that big of a stretch, but no, really. the desert and like, you know, a little bit of running seems really weird. So all the different parts of the world feel very different from each other. Right. And that's kind of cool because the graphics are very nice, but it's also kind of disorienting. And this was a thing I annoyed me about kingdoms of Amalur because, okay, if you take something like Skyrim or, or fallout, and I know I'm showing myself as a Bethesda fanboy here, but even like Mass Effect to a certain extent, although you run from world to world there, you know what I mean? Red Dead Redemption is a good example. That, though, that, that, that area, that entire world has one holistic feel to it, right? And it's a little different when you get to Mexico, and it's a little different when you get to that, I don't remember what the part in the north is, right? But, but generally speaking, there's one aesthetic to the whole thing, and I really like that. And I, I'm not as big a fan of in Kingdoms of Amalur and in Guild Wars 2 here when it shifts so drastically from one area to another. So that's a little annoying and frustrating, but it's not a big deal. But it's a lot of fun, and the combat, the thing that works really well is there are these events that just sort of happen from time to time. So once, well, at one point, I was going around trying to jump on this thing, which I'll talk about in a second, and this person comes up and they're like, hey, you need to help me. You need to help me. There's a huge male mos- or female mosquito that's about to get to the male mosquito, and if they are able to mate, there's going to be all sorts of baby mosquitoes, and we're all going to die. <laughs> so you, it's a ridiculous premise, but wow. you see, you look up, and there's this huge female mosquito coming in your direction, and you're like, oh, God. So what happens is everybody in the area basically jumps on that one monster and we all start trying to kill it because it's, you know, it would it'd be very, you can do it if you're just one person, but it's so much easier and more fun when everyone else jumps in as well. So every once in a while, there's just these things that pop up. And so it's really cool the way it's very sort of episodic, but it's fun and it, it is a lot better with someone else with you. Um, so yeah, I'm Ras89, uh, was, is a member of the gamesman and he was, um, helping me out a lot and saying like, Hey, let's go exploring and stuff. So that was fun. And JSS lifelike was around once in a while, but he was sort of in and out. So, um, we didn't play together. <laughs> for now, for now. What? JSS lifelike was in and out. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Uh, sorry. Uh, it was another quickie. There you go. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the anyway. No, most annoying thing easily about the game is there are these vistas where it's kind of like Assassin's Creed, where you look out over an area and it, you know, sort of registers, and it's sort of there. You know, you're supposed to get a certain number of them for each part of the map, and it's some of them are cool because it's jumping things, but but the the difference is that you know Assassin's Creed has a climbing mechanic built into it. This game does not, so it's all based on jumping, and 
in an MMO, it's only going to be so precise. You know what I mean? So there's parts where your feet kind of go through the floor a little bit and it's hard to tell exactly where you're going to land. And it's a little wonky. Some of the challenges are really annoying and some of them are fun. So I don't, I'm not too bad about it, but um, whatever. It's eh, that's yeah. the part of the game that yeah. really irritates me. Is it most. free to play? It isn't it? Well, if once you buy it, it's free to play. <laughs> no, it's but, not but like a standard it's MMO. It's not like Call of Duty. No, unlike right. un- yeah, oh, no. Un- well, yeah, un- what's what's a boy Call of Duty? It's free to play. No, but unlike most MMOs, there's no ongoing charges, etc. Exactly. There's no monthly charges, and so it's not free to play. But there's Should also be a no- salesman, Duke. It is free to play. <laughs> it's free it's, once you bought it. Is this car free? Yes, well, it only is. when you would bought you, it. Would you, you give me have it six for- grand? <laughs> Right, um, you can drive it for as free as you want. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's a good game. I don't know if I'll buy it or not. I mean, sixty dollars feels like a lot of money to me these days. Uh, and part of that is because I have to save a lot for the summer because they're not going to be paying us over the summer this year. So we have to put away money rather than normally. One, okay, when I get a paycheck, I can put away some into savings. I put some into the joint account with the Duchess, and then you know whatever I have left over after bills and stuff, I can just be like, all right, that's how much money I have left right now in order to spend on video games or what have you. But I can't do that right now. I have to constantly think, like, what am I going to need to save for and this and that? So whatever. Wow. Um, um, before we move on, can I just say, uh, people in the shout box are speculating on Chinny and I having some man love uh, at the moment. That's what's been going on in the old shout box. Is the video yeah. on? I, I have no idea. I'm speculating on us rubbing carrots together and turnips, apparently, also. No, it's just because he's talking about Guild Wars, and you and I have no idea what... No, 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 it's actually a bit <laughs> further down. If you notice, it's also if they've gone off the subject, but obviously I was waiting till uh, Duke finished his bit before mentioning it. But yes, they've, they've talked about that. Apparently, we slept like planes, trains, and automobiles. So oh, those are not pillows. Exactly. Uh, which is also mentioned, so yeah, so there you go. Uh, that's been mentioned. Oh, there was also sure. speculation that in my dream about Chris MJW, uh, that stuff was going on on that as well. You know, even though I did make it quite clear at the beginning that it was nothing to do with sex. You know, but Soul Hyde says that she's missing True Blood for this. I know. <laughs> <It was> true <laughs> Blood. Is she thankful? Because <laughs> this is much more interesting. True. For instance, there's Absolutely. fun artwork on this podcast, and we're we're much better looking than them guys on that, aren't we? Sure. sure. <laughs> Jesus. What are you yeah. talking about? That's Picasso style <laughs> artwork, right there. Exactly. Well, as it happens, I'm pretty much done. Uh, I haven't played Half Life Two yet, but thank you, Zeryug, for gifting it to me. Oh, that's I, a great game. That is. Anyone who says otherwise is mental. Yeah, it's a good game. It's true. It's true. But I'm most interested in going back to Dota Two because I had a lot of fun with Unit and Vixen in them. So. Okay, I did play that's some. I did play some other stuff, but not much. Only two other games, because I've talked about the others in between. Uh, I played the demo for PID. Uh, oh, yeah. Start today? P-I-D, pardon. Didn't, Stu, didn't you <laughs> no, start today? No, 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 I mentioned... Oh, I started. While you Ginny talked about was Curiosity, yeah. and then the, Black Ops. No, you, don't, you forget, though, this is the Stu show, so it no, starts off listen. with... Hang on, hang on, listen. It right, listen. starts off with... What Stu's been doing in his personal life, then <laughs> something that Stu's been doing gaming related. No, this is then he puts he puts up with what you and I have been playing for a little bit. <laughs> then he talks about what he's been playing. Oh, well, then true. he puts the news in what he wants to talk about, and yeah, then because you don't put any in, mate, mate, mate. If we talked about the news a lot, it, it's just too hardcore. Why not? 
<laughs> but anyway, right, no. I talked about I don't get time for that. I exactly. talked about Blobs 2 while Chini was talking about Blobs 2, right? I know, I'm just Blobs giving you a hard time. Go ahead, Pid. Yeah, exactly. Pid, yes, I played Pid. Um aesthetically I love it and I think it looks really cool. And you basically play this little lad who's in this weird alternate universe and it's a platformer. But it has this really cool mechanic where you can throw what look like stars and then they make light beams that you can jump into to navigate around the levels. So it's kind of like you're a ninja, except it's a magical teleportation ninja. It's with- just weird, <laughs> right? But as cool as it looks and as cool as all that stuff is, it just it, it gets frustrating quite quickly. Because if you don't put them in the exact right place, you don't quite get to where you need to go, and then you have to do it again, then you fall down, then you have to get back up to the top again, then you have to do all the stuff you've already done. So it looks cool, but it just didn't play as well as I was hoping, because I was quite looking forward to this. I'd I'd read a bit about it prior to it coming out. I thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to like that, but I didn't quite like that. Uh, And then the only other thing I played was the Epic Mickey 2 demo uh, on the PS3 as well, Um, which I've got to say... Considering how bad the first one was with the camera, etc., they have made a lot of improvements to that. Mm. Uh, it felt a lot better to play. Um, you can play it with a standard controller, so even though it sort of persuades or recommends that you should use the move controller to do your spraying of paint, etc., you don't have to. Uh, and it, it, it worked pretty well. Compared to the first one, it was a million times better than that on the Wii, so... Uh, it looks great as well. Obviously, graphically, it looks quite cool because it's on the PS3 now, so it's not quite as standard def anymore. Uh, but, yeah, I, I reckon I could play that with Millie, and it's a, it's a two-player co-op as well on the local co-op. Uh, so you can play that together, sat on the sofa with your kids or whatever. Um, yeah, I could definitely recommend this for people with kids of sort of around, I would have guessed around the 7 to 10 age range, maybe, maybe slightly older. Uh, but yeah, look good. I was kind of impressed with that, and that's it about that's it for you know me really. That's the only other two things I played. So, epic Mickey, like thumbs up or thumbs down? It's uh, sort of in the middle. Sort of in the uh, middle. It's, it's sort of improved, but there were still a few sort of minor issues with camera and stuff. But they've definitely made massive inroads compared to, and they've I think they've finally accepted it is actually a platformer pretty much with adventure elements in it, because he, he kept on going, oh, it's not a platformer, though. It's not a platformer. Well, he sort of is. He sort of is. But, yeah. That's ENW 99 Ninjas love rubbing carrots. Absolutely. Apparently so. Apparently so. So, what we're going to do now, it is time for Vlados this week, so we'll do Vlados. And, oh, then, yeah. and then we'll get some callers in. Now, the first one was meant to be GH Rocker, but he has just sent an email saying he's not long, no longer available. He needs to sleep. But what? What a I, punk. I know. But I did tell him it would be around 11 or just after, but it looks like he's potentially gone to bed. But we're not 100% sure. He's still in the shout box. I know, I'm just saying. So if he still wants to come on, when we've done Vlados, we'll bring him in. But no, don't be a punk. I don't know whether he's available, so just put in the shout box, GH Rocker, while we're doing Vlados, whether you want to come in or not. So let's, let's do that anyway. Indie Game Review. Review. Hello, friends. Vlados here. I want to start by congratulating Stu, Duke, and Chinny for their 150 shows. That's quite an accomplishment, and they should be proud of their hard work every week. I'm honored to play a small part in the success of the veteran gamers. I know this landmark show is special, and I don't want to take up too much time bring the live show. I'm sure there are guests waiting on hold eager to get on the air and share some opinions and laughs. So let's get right to the indie game review. 
But before we do, I'd like to take a moment to discuss the problem of foot fungus. Do you realize that over 300 people die every year in the United Kingdom because of hideous smelly foot fungus? While it's true that I just made up that statistic and it's a horrible load of bollocks, that doesn't mean you should let your feet get all covered in fungus. Who wants to spend time with gross fungus-covered feet? No one. If your feet are all slathered with fungus, maybe someone will try to kill you. And then you will be a statistic. Okay, enough of that, let's get to the indie review. But first, have you ever wondered why there aren't any Japanese people on Mars? After all, Japan is known for its technological innovations and creative problem-solving techniques. Doesn't it seem like Mars should just be swarming with Japanese people? Sometimes I wonder if maybe that big red planet is red because of the red circle in the middle of the Japanese flag. You must admit... That's one heck of a coincidence. And now a word from the snot burglar. Do you enjoy Doritos? And Mountain Dew? Then you're going to love the snot burglar. Just plug it into any standard outlet, sync it up with your Facebook account, and wow. off you go. <laughs> Wait for it! For the whole family. Also homeless people you barely know. But mostly family. Okay, seriously. Time for the indie game review. Dude, Night Sky is awesome. The colors are so relaxing and the puzzles are kinda wonky. Not really hard, but a nice little diversion. It's a bit silly how the animals don't do anything, but it's a cool little puzzle game. What? That's not the indie game this week? Well, why not? It's a heck of a game, you must admit. Okay, whatever. The real indie game this week is... Ding dong school. <laughs> yeah, hooray, let's all gather around for pizza and cake. Oh, we God. Let's <laughs> make go around, so sit on the turtle and don't make a sound. Just kidding. That started out as a reference to Rocky and Bullwinkle, but then it just went all silly. Can you tell my brain is frazzled? I've been grading papers all day. That's right, I'm a teacher, just like Duke. Don't you wonder what I do all during the week? I teach. What do I teach? I teach the little baby computers how to kill all humans. I mean, help all humans. Who said anything about killing humans? Speaking of killing humans, this week's indie game is Shark Attack Deathmatch, an interesting little project from some game studio, but I'm too lazy to find out which one. It is exactly what it says on the tin. You swim around and kill sharks. There's also a deathmatch where, presumably, you get to be the shark. The graphics are good, with sunken ships and deals and stuff, but of course the main thing is these sharks that just appear out of nowhere and start eating you to death. It takes a long time to reload your shotgun. As soon as they reach you, you're done. Hey genius, why not bring an automatic rifle with you on the Jaws hunt? It feels like dead space sometimes, with all the eerie bubbling noise and tense anticipation and then, bam, there's a beast eating your face. Then you die. I died a lot when I played dead space. Speaking of dying, have you ever wondered what will happen to your immortal soul when your time on this planet is finished? Perhaps I could speak to you briefly about... Haha, uh-huh, just kidding. 
Vlados out. So there you go, Shark Attack Deathmatch. Now, I guess we've got to clarify that in the demo, you can only play the survival mode. Man, it took a while to get to that. I know, I was going to say, I tell a lot of stories, but boy, oh boy, that was a long time. Yeah, it was. I mean, seriously. God. So anyway, yeah, on the demo, you can only play the survival mode. And it really is survival mode. It sure is. Jesus. Um... What's it, what, what was the most sharks you managed to kill? Three. I had like ten wow, that's pretty good. where I was, I get killed, get killed, get killed. And then somehow, one round, I killed three sharks. I was like, wee, I'm awesome. Yeah, I managed two. Two was the most I managed. Chinny, uh, did you play this first of all? And if you did, what was the most sharks you killed? Two. Two? Two as well. I found that hiding in the middle was the best option. And, and trying to avoid getting eaten. Because it was kind of, if, if you managed to get them to swim past you, they didn't come down, if, you know, if you was got them on the side, they sort of swam away and then you could kill them. So there, there was a trick to doing it. Um, interestingly, the developer of this got some grief about the difficulty level of the survival mode from a I'm surprised. I know, yeah. And he said, well, not being funny, but if you were being attacked by a great white shark, you'd probably get eaten, was his response to that. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> just saying that's how we uh... but apparently the deathmatch part slightly better where you're playing against other people in the game with harpoon guns underwater um, I don't know I think it's the best looking indie game I've seen running on that engine it does look great I mean they've done a good job of it but then it's a fairly small area but I don't know I mean it looks fine there's nothing wrong with it but uh, I mean I don't know it's hard to tell without actually playing the deathmatch so I don't know, but it kind of feels like there's not a whole lot of game there. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think I think sort of the deathmatch thing might be sort of better, uh, but obviously, again, the, you know, like a lot of indie game people do for whatever reason, they don't include the demo of that in the, you know, demos, I guess. And the fact that it's you know it's one of those games that you might not come across, you should do really, in my opinion. That's a Jaws reference, everyone. Ah, there you go. Oh, boom. But again, the sharks look kind of cool. Sharks look, sharks look cool. like sharks. How hard is it to get sharks wrong? I know, but you know, look, we see what the graphics for most of the indie games look like from the Xbox. It's true, one. it's true. And the, the, they swam over it. Yeah, I suppose. So. Yeah, I think they did a good job, and the water looked great, and you know. Although, great, really? although it was really weird, right? Because I thought, really? at first, I thought, did you figure out how to get more Sports, oxygen? Please stop whining about minor aesthetic details. Did, it, did you figure out, out what? How to get more oxygen? Yeah, you swim to the oxygen tanks and pick them up. I didn't see those. I swam to the surface and just kept hitting my head on it like it was solid. Oh, no, no surface. That was weird. Well, yeah. I know. Well, you know. You know how you get more health? You swim to those big red crosses and it gives you more health. Yeah, no, I guess. Stunt grenades, too. Well, you know. So, yeah, I guess. That's pretty confusing. Yeah, and the flash grenades, did you work out how they work properly? Because you just drop one and then you flash yourself and you couldn't see sod all. That's why you got to turn around as soon as you drop it. Yeah, I guess. But it's got, I thought it had something going If you'd even been playing Call of Duty, Stu, you would have figured <laughs> yeah. that shit out. I know. Um, so, or Counter-Strike, that's a good place to learn how to use flash grenades. Uh, nobody plays them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So anyway, um, that is the indie game for this week. So Shark Attack Deathmatch, it's, uh, it's worth a look. It's worth a look. <laughs> It's worth a look. Um, okay, we are going to try and get some callers in. Now, the first one I was going to bring Uh-oh. in was Seth McNitt. 
But I've just oh, sent yeah. him, I know I've just sent him a message on Skype going, "Are you ready?" But I haven't had a reply. Uh-oh. What's up with that, Seth? Come on! I know how cheap you are because you only gave me I know. the I Xbox. Know. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! He's responding. He's responding <laughs> as we speak. He's probably listening, going, "Oh, wait a minute!" So what we'll do? What we're doing now? Let's let's introduce the news, Chinese news, and then we'll bring him in and oh, uh, shit. we'll get him on the show. We're pretending to do the news, and then I know, and then he can. <laughs> Putting news first. So, right. Ginny, what's in the news this week? Let's uh, see how this shit turns out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, apparently, next-gen games will cost double to develop. This is according what? to uh, an article on CVG. Uh, the cost of developing games at the start of the next generation of consoles will double next to uh, spending during the same period on the current-gen hardware. Epic Games founder Tim Sweeney has predicted, speaking during a presentation at the Montreal International Games Summit, Sweeney cited huge costs developing the um, Samaritan Unreal Engine 3 tech demo, uh, which took four months to finish with a team of 30 people involved. So, uh, what do we think about this, Duke? What do you Duke's Jew. Do you know what I think about this? I thought I, you might have a thought about this. Of course, I always have a thought about everything. But what I think about this is that it means that developers will be less likely to take risks with the new sort of Xbox actually pushing the boundaries because of the cost of it is what I think will happen. Well, I think it's begin, always the way... To begin with, they'll play safe is what I think will happen. I don't, I don't know if they'll play safe, but it's always the way with a new wave of consoles. Like, you know, the, the cost will get is increases, but it'll get less and less and less as, as, the, uh, as time goes on. Yeah, no, I think no, we'll no. see two things because we saw this in Hollywood. We we saw the rise of the epic super mega blockbuster, the Michael Bay crap, oh. and then we also saw the rise of much smaller, you know, easier, you know, less expensive, but no less impressive in terms of story. In fact, usually better story. You know, relatively smaller studios and indie films coming up. So I think that'll probably happen with. It is happening with games. You know, we're seeing more and more independent games. And we'll probably see that continue with the next cycle. Yeah, no, I agree. And I guess that's where a lot of the creativity comes from. But then it would also beg the question. I mean, from an indie developer's point of view, they don't need all that extra horsepower to put out the games they're doing. That'll be available presumably in the next Xbox or PS3 or PS4 or whatever it's called. Yeah, but the best thing is people will be selling their Xbox 360s, and I can buy one to replace mine because it's about to die. Like, any minute now, I expect to, like, open the tray, and it'll just fall off or something. (laughs) I I always think my Xbox is going to die as well. (laughs) I'm waiting for that red ring. I will not be surprised. When it happens, I'll just look at it and go, man, what took you so long? Well, true, but I'll tell you what, you've done all right. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's lasted me this long. I do all right financially. Right. What I'm going to do at this point... You do all right. You do all right. He's like you, mate. He's like you. He does all right. He does all right. Right, what I'm going to do... We're school teachers, man. We get crazy paid. I've just been been having some sort of shout... Not shout box, but Skype conversations. (laughs) Trying to to figure out who we're bringing in first, right? And it is going to be Seth McNitt, because I did ask the British uh, guy, Nicholas... Who's on or Nick? Oh, you were all hot to get GH Rocker in. Well, he can't. He can't. It's too late for him apparently. So I was going to, but he's too late. Uh, so we are going to bring in. I know. I know. That's for GH Rocker, not the person that's coming in next. I know. I know. So what we are going to do is uh, we are going to add him uh, to the call. 
So let's do that now. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. But you can't wait, can you? So let's add him in. So we have got our first caller in, which is uh, Seth McNitt, who you've met, Duke. Is that correct? I've met him in person. What up, Seth? How's it going? Maybe. Good. Good. Get, right. a room, get a room. Get a room. Yeah. Here we go. Get a good. room. It's a good job he's not Tom Bissell. That's all I can say. Hey, he, just because he bought me lunch, you expect there's other things going on? Just saying. Maybe. I was hoping we'd rub some carrots, but it didn't I'm, come to that. Oh, uh, yeah. You're sexy and I know it. Seth, <laughs> did, uh, did Dick bring a soundboard when he met you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just has like an old style boombox on his shoulder at all times, just right. constantly pushing play and pause. That must be quite tricky as well because he's he's using cassette tapes there, so he has to know time stamps <laughs> yeah. as well. Exactly, it's very meticulous. Wow. wow! He's just like, just a minute, I have to rewind this. Just a second. Right. So, <laughs> for those who don't realize, I was joking. I'm very. Uh, I I thank Seth very much for bringing me two games. One was The Witcher Two, which I had given him. Um, that someone else had given me, and then he also gave me Civ Rev, Civilution, Civilization Revolution, which I'm keen to play. Oh, whoa, 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 just a minute. Oh, we will, we will, we will, we will. So what, you're telling us that you've got The Witcher 2 wow, back? Wow, we will, very nice. You've got The Witcher 2 back, is that what you're saying? I do have The Witcher 2 back, and I have not played it again yet. For God's sake. Will you For God's sake. I mean, Seth, let me ask you, what did you think of The Witcher 2? Uh, I quite liked it in my short time with it, but... There's so many games in my backlog. I figured it was going to be uh, uh, probably till summer since I get to it. So I give it back to Duke. I, I was shamed week after week in the podcast for taking it for free, and I just felt like I got to get back to him. I got to get back to him. Yeah, he had sleepless nights, <laughs> sleepless <laughs> nights, and now it could sit on my shelf week after week next to Borderlands Two and Sleeping Dogs. That's right, Sleeping Dogs. Though, that's another big proposition. That's a trouble with games like that because you just sort of put off with the length of them, aren't you? You're just like, oh god, not so much that's put off. What, with it. That's what she never said. I know, yeah, put off with the <laughs> Alright, talk to Seth now. Yeah, Seth, so, so Seth, what have you been playing? And do you eat cookies? <laughs> I don't eat a lot of cookies. I have more of a salty tooth than a sweet tooth. Oh. So what do you... Well, oh, God. That could go anywhere. <laughs> that was very, that was the British reference. That was very carry-on there, shit. Oh. I, know. I know. Well, it did say, like, salty stuff, but, you know, I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. Just saying. Um, so, so is that peanuts? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, well, you've been playing, Seth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so what have you been playing? I don't ask don't, you don't any Don't feed him any fuel, Seth. Don't, don't do, drop don't any do innuendo, it. please. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, Chris MJW says it's salty carrots you like who knows <laughs> is this what we do we bring on people so we can I know right thanks for coming in so we can just make jokes gotta run <laughs> I'm sorry you know it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is uh, SLH I'll turn it salty stop reading stuff out <laughs> of you Jesus I'll tell you and Stu <laughs> so Seth games yes. what, have you, what have you been playing uh, I just beat Gears 3 last night with my brother in co-op. Gears of yeah. War 3. Ah, on hardcore. I've still yet to do the last level on whatever the fucking hardest thing. Insane. That... Oh, you're playing on Insane, wow. Well, I finished the game, but I haven't finished the last level on Insane. I've done the whole game on Insane, except for the last level. It's too hard. Yeah. I mean, we, that we last boss fight takes a long time. Yeah, yeah, I played and finished it on the hardcore. Is it hardcore, the one before Insane? Hardcore. hardcore. Yeah. Uh, but that we were doing that when they were doing Extra Life last year. There you go. And 
it was hideous at the end, doing that final stupid bit on that. Even on hardcore, that was hard work. That Is this the first time you played it, Seth? Yeah, first time I finished it. I, I bought it way back when, but we've just been playing Horde the last year or so, and we finally just got to doing the, the campaign and co-op. It's a really good time. You're yeah, a nuts not, not playing games. You, you've got a massive backlog by the sounds of it. Yeah. Oh, I do, I do. What's going on? What's going on? It's not good enough. So what's the most recent game you've played and finished then? Ooh. Gears of War 3. I, I, <laughs> no. I haven't finished it, but I, I've been playing, uh, like Chinny has, I've been playing Market of the Ninja, which I really like. Ah, oh, Seth. There you go. Ah, <laughs> Seth. Have you, did you say you finished it or not? I haven't finished it yet. I'm actually probably only like the second or third level, but... Fuck it, Al. You've got to play it. You've got to play it. You've got to keep going, man. you got to keep I will, going. I will. And it's a good game to get back into, because... I didn't play it for a couple of months, and then I got back into it thinking, oh, I'm not going to know the controls. Snapped right back into it. It's brilliant. I'm getting close to a nice time here at the end of the semester where I'll have lots of time over break to play a lot of games, so that'll be, that'll be good. There you go. Put it oh, that's all right, because you're a teacher as well, aren't you? No, no, I'm back in school again. I'm a student. Oh, you're back in school. I thought, I thought you were a teacher. So. I'm old uh-huh. enough to be a teacher. Oh, so what, what, are, you, what are you actually back in school? Well, he's not for, a nerd then? like teachers are. Well, maybe maybe he is. Who knows? He he plays video games. Have no. you noticed? Oh uh, no 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 no! Just playing video games doesn't make you a nerd. Mm, don't know. That's too cool to be a nerd. Yeah, well, no. Look, he may. We've heard cool. stories about Seth. Yeah, he may look cool. Oh, yeah. we're, all, <laughs> we're all nerds on the inside. I'm Wait, telling you. <laughs> We've heard stories about you know when you met Duke and you yeah, just yeah. getting the things and the the, 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 thing, uh, yeah. the we're, we're, yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking about the waitress, Duke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we heard about the waitress. I didn't want to say it, but he just spells it out. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm single now, so it's no big deal. But, uh, ah. <laughs> yeah, no, the, wait- the waitress is because of, is he because like, of the waitress. Hey, uh, <laughs> you want to grab a drink after this? And I was like, wow, that's interesting. The waitress said that to you? Basically, yeah, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Must be nice. This guy's a woman magnet. What's all that about? <laughs> wow. Well, it's not surprising when you meet him. I mean, Dan, that's a good looking guy. Well, I'm not. Have you I'm even a- attracted a little bit, Duke? Uh, no, but if I were that kind of guy, I would be. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Anyway, video games. Is this confession time? <laughs> oh, I'm getting some static here. Hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's up, <laughs> <that>, Dottie? <laughs> so whilst you're here, let's, let's Chinny, move on to his next news story, and you can give your opinion, whatever that may be. Chinny, Absolutely. what's the next news story? All right. Putting news first. Call of Duty Black Ops 2 is apparently doing well. It's a game that was released and people like to shoot shit in it. Uh, Black Ops 2 <laughs> launched across the globe last week and as sure as the Queen combines her corgi... Uh, ah, some bullshit on this article. Anyway, it's top of the UK list. Um, number it makes two sense was- to make a corgi queen reference in a Black Ops article. Ah, who cares? Uh, yeah, so at the top of the list, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Number two was Halo 4. Uh, it's your right. Who cares? Halo 3, sorry, Halo 3. FIFA 3 at number 3. Assassin's Creed. FIFA, whoa, 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 FIFA 3? It says FIFA 3. Weird. <laughs> I want Britain to be back British. Have we gone back to FIFA? No, listen, right, it's hard to read out this fucking chart with clips going on. And if you hear me out, <laughs> it's, the, it's the new FIFA where it's basically playing in the Stone Age. Uh, it's the um, year 3. Um, what? So, what? I'm not Is that a real thing? No, <laughs> she's making it all. That would be cool though. You're it playing with like an enormous boulder. Like, Ow, this really hurts. <laughs> it didn't move. 
You're, you're kind of all fighting over who's going to take the free kick. Like, you fucking do it. I'd like to uh, point out, by the way, as a resident of Wisconsin, United States, bringing me in for the new story of the UK charts. I'm going to provide lots of great content for that. Yeah, absolutely. Hold the games. You'll be fine. Uh, number four is Assassin's Creed 3. Seth, have you played Assassin's Creed 3? No, but I'm picking it up on Black Friday on the Microsoft Store for $25. Wow. Have you played Assassin's Creed 2? I have. Brotherhood? Yes, I loved it. Brotherhood was the best. It is the best. Revelations? Yes, and I'm not as down on it as you guys are, but I agree that it's kind of directionless. It's yeah. Br- oh, uh, uh, number five is <laughs> Skylanders Giants in the UK charts. Um, I bought this for my niece and nephew, Skylanders Giants. Their birthday is coming up. Um, I hope they don't listen to the show. If they do listen to the show, fuck. They're in trouble now because they heard a swear word. <laughs> uh, and also, you'll probably end up playing it more than they. I've watched them play Skylanders, and I thought, wow, this is like crack for kids. It is. It you is. know what else is like crack for kids? Crack. Crack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very addictive to kids. <laughs> uh, number six, uh, Neva Speed Wanted, the game that has been uh, out on this generation twice. It's so good. Uh, number seven, Just Dance 4. That's right, there's still more of those coming out. They're still uh, dancing. <laughs> number eight, Borderlands 2. Number nine, The Sims 3 Seasons. Who cares about that? Number 10, Football Manager. Apparently, football is a big deal. Let's try and get some kind of rev- relevant news story, something that Seth will be interested in. So, can I just, yeah, just, I just send you one on the Skype chat? No just, one just bear with me. Just bear with me. Coming back to just the Black Ops, there has been another Black Ops game released this week that hasn't done quite well. It's probably done well sales wise, but hasn't done so well with the critics. Uh, is this the Vita? Version? Black Ops? Yes. Ah, yeah, we should talk a little bit about this because it's, it's currently, over the last time I looked, it had 33 on Metacritic. Ah, ah. Which is probably, I mean, you must be really bad to get as low as our Metacritic. I mean, you know. And. Majority of of the critics of what the, what the mainly mainly complain about they're saying it's not that much better than most of the games you can pick on the you know up on the iPad for a couple of quid, and the the whole campaign lasts about an hour tops. And so how much do they want for it? Thirty five pounds, which is about forty five dollars. Fifty bucks in the US. Yeah, fifty bucks. Fifty oh, bucks. Um. So that Can't sucks. Wipes his ass with six hundred dollars. I'll tell so you I, what. I was- I was listening to a podcast. Oh, go ahead, Seth. Yeah, no, Seth, go. You're you're the guest. You're the guest. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, I was listening to a podcast. You know, everybody kind of complains games keep getting shorter and shorter, and oh, it's not twelve hours. I'm not getting my money's worth. I heard that you can beat that game, that horrible uh, Call of Duty beta game, in about forty minutes. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Jesus. But the other, the other thing, I mean, to me, the, the, the main issue is not the fact that it's a crap Call of Duty game on a handheld console. The main issue is that there was this huge promise that it would be a, a proper console experience on a little handheld device, you know what uh, I mean? You just fall for PR speak, you do. You no, no, but what I'm saying is, this, to me, this is really damaging for the Vita, in general. Really? The I Vita. Care about that. I think it is. The, the Vita's in trouble. Um, well, we knew that already, but this doesn't help. I mean, this makes it even worse, in my opinion, because you know, was even even the fanboys are struggling to give it five stars on Amazon. I went to have a look on Amazon to see what the reviews are like, and even even the fanboys are giving it three stars, you know what I mean, who, who actually want to like it. You know, even I they can't. Uh, their name, Vita Fanboy? Well, you can tell. 
I got uh, some uh, I got some news relating to Wisconsin sent to me. Wow. From a from a secret source. Wow. Thank, cheers. <laughs> is it video game related? Yes, it is. Yes, wow. it is. Good, good, um, good, good. So, how do you feel about this, Seth? And Duke, hmm. I suppose. Uh, the lovely state of Wisconsin um, now holds the Guinness World Record. Well, this was 2011. Fuck down if he does now. But uh, for the most cosplayers, video game hey, cosplayers hey. in one place. We're number one of nerds. Is that real, really? Yeah. yeah. Where? Uh, Aku, look, right? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> no! The folks at uh, Wisconsin Costume Party Boy Season Incorporated managed to gather 425 video game cosplayers in one place yesterday afternoon. This was October the 6th, 2011. Um, the current, well, the, the, the record was held by London previously. And it included some Angry Birds, some Pac-Man, lots of Mario and Donkey Kongs. Um, yeah. I've got to well, say, well, though, right. Well done, Wisconsin. Well done. I've got to say, some of those cosplay girls are pretty sexy, though. You know, I've got to say. I'll tell you what. Yeah, that that's donkey, the truth. That yeah. Donkey Kong woman is right on the money. And, and you know, I've still got to refer the back. The Fat Princess. That's the fact that the Fat Princess is the catcher. You want <laughs> to keep her? Yeah. Wow. I've still got to refer back to Harley Quinn. Babe. Harley Quinn at Eurogamer. Just saying. Yep, yep. She yep, was an attractive thing. lady. She was. She was an attractive lady. Should In a very more, weird sort of way. <laughs> one more news piece that is very, very re- relevant to uh, Seth's world. Yeah, we like that. We like that. Seth, I know that you're a man uh, that enjoys Dan Central 3. All good-looking people do. Um, <laughs> what? What's going on? I've never uh, played it. <laughs> now you can get Gangnam Style on Dan Central 3. Oh, thank Christ. It's about time. Thank you. No problem. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, the information is free. Set. This is free. Uh, you don't have to pay for us or anything. It's fantastic. I can't afford not to play Dance Central 3. <laughs> I know. You need to do it. That's it. That, I mean, that, those, those are some of the news. Am I carrying on with news or what's well, going you can't on? Do. We've got time. We've got another 10, 15 minutes. Jeez, Jesus. <laughs> but does Seth have another 10, 15 minutes? I don't know. And then, then at that point, we'll bring in the next caller. So we'll do that. I've got all the time in the world. But I don't want to keep anybody else if they want to get on. Well, to be oh, fair, we, we have only got one. one one other caller who's interested in coming on. There should have been more. I did have a few lined up, but, you know, people haven't turned up. I can only do it if they're online on Skype and at the moment. Plenty of people listening, but not people. There is. There is. You know. Not people. Uh, Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So speaking of the Metacritic thing, did you guys... I think I sent you guys a link on Facebook, but did you see that thing about how... I believe it was GameSpot. They had a review, and the reviewer was found out to have been fraudulent. Like, he hadn't even played the entire game and just added in random details. So he gave a score, and then GameSpot asked Metacritic to change the score, and Metacritic said, we, we can't accept anything beyond the first review. No, to be fair, right, actually, I, I have read about this a, a little bit more. But no, apparently, what, from what I can gather reading, reading into what happened was, he, he didn't necessarily not play the game. He did play the game, but he put some inaccuracies. He, he sort of said the loading times took ages, but didn't really back that up. And they were saying, well, what's ages? So there was, it wasn't as bad as it was made out, to be honest. When I, but he's a freelance writer, so he doesn't actually, he's not employed by GameSpot. He was just mm-hmm. uh, given the job as a side job to do, I guess. But he's uh, your GameSpot's website. Yeah, but he's not, he's not the first time apparently that he's had some issues. It's a, it's the second time that he's he's not put accurate information within 
Naughty uh, so boy. Review, yeah. Yeah. But so GameSpot, they actually hired a guy from Britain. He did a new review, but Metacritic said we can't accept that review because of our strict policy with not changing review scores. They, it kind of makes sense from their point of view. They don't want uh, game review sites being pressured by publishers or anything like that after the fact, so they only can take the, the first review. But then this PC game, Natural Selection 2 or whatever it was called. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, yeah, it, they, they kind of get the short end of the stick because it lowers their score. Yeah, no, I agree. But also, he, he did see, he did come out and say, even with the what they considered inaccuracies, he wouldn't have given it any different a score at the end. He would have given it the exact same score. And and ultimately, as we've said on more than one occasion, reviews are subjective, aren't they? You know, they're, they're whatever mm-hmm. that person thinks. So there's no wrong opinion. You know, that's just the way reviews are, aren't they? You Unless know, because curiosity, and then in case you're wrong, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Duke hates Journey, for instance. He does just does. I don't like hate it. Journey. I just uh, I haven't played it. I'm not interested in it. There you go. See, there you go. I rest my case. <laughs> I hate Heavy Rain. You can say that. Yeah, there's that as well. Yeah, but I kind of agree with you on Heavy Rain anyway. You know, a lot um, of people like that game. Yeah, but you know, I can see its flaws. But we've been through this a million oh, times, please, so yeah, we're not please, doing it again. Please. We're not. We're not. What's next. We're not. What's next? <laughs> Uh, Wii U specs have been revealed. Someone's gutted the Wii U and found out that there's three hamsters in there going playing cards, <laughs> thinking, "What the shit?" <laughs> do you know, do you know. Actually, I read a review on the Wii U. Concept. And the this guy, is, see, Seth, Seth, this is how my new segment works. No, I say a funny line about a new story, and then Duke, because it's the Duke show. Uh, sorry, Stu, the Stu show. <laughs> I saw a review of the Wii U and the guy was complaining that it was too heavy and stuck out too far from his unit where he where he had it stored. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think that's lost some of its sort of effect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's forget. All right, dude, let's, let's fuck the Wii U because... Yeah, the Wii U. Who cares? No one cares about the Wii U. By the way, can no I just cares. say, anyone in the shower box and, and obviously yourself, have you any interest at all in the Wii U? Nope. Nope. Uh, I don't. No, only when it becomes cheap enough so I can play Pikmin 3. Wait, I'll put it in the shout box. Yeah. Anybody at all got any interest? No. Nope. Zero. No. There's nope. a lot of coming up. Nope. 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 No, uh, all right. Nope. No Asylum. Nope. nope. GH Rocker. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Chris MJW. No. No. Metric Pizza. No. All the way from Australia, by the way. Virtual. Verbal no. Rob. Blue Sky. GH Rocker. Tuscal. Oh my god, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, nope. I think it's down on the Wii U. Stulek gave it, mmm. And they went, no. Uh-huh. Duff Stuff said, not sure. Um, uh, it doesn't look okay. It's gone. The shape box is going crazy. Yes! We have a yes! Amra's 89! He said yes, he said yes. Just a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Amra's 89. Amra's, he was meant to be coming on as a caller. Is he there? Is he on? Because he was uh, meant to be coming on as a caller. He's, he's, he, didn't, he didn't accept my sort of exchanging of details with him, I don't think. So he may or may not be on. Let me look. I can't Somebody think. goes to the Veteran Games the Colour UK. You should check it out. Oh, he's on. he's on. He's on. He's on. Wait a minute. We can get him on. Oh, yeah. I'm gone. Yeah, sorry. I'm in the middle of a, minute, a fantastic joke here. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Go. Sorry. <laughs> if somebody went onto the veterangarage.co.uk and just saw a load of nose in the shape box, they wouldn't think it's a very friendly place, would they? No, they wouldn't. <laughs> You're right. You're not wrong there. No, go away. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and this guy, G.H. Rocker, just keeps saying no over and over again. He, he must be one of those special kids. <laughs> uh, someone just changed their name to Mario and said, It's a no. <laughs> Excellent. Zelda's also online. Are we still doing the news? 
I think so. Are we finished with the news? We have got emails. The shout box. Are we still doing the news? Oh wait, apparently they all think we are oh, not. There's still news to be snoozed. Um, <laughs> Black Ops Two is fucked on the PS3, and he's still freezing. Apparently, uh, uh, there's some freezing issues on the the PS3, and they've tried to patch it, but the freezing issues are still there. Hmm. Activision's official statement said, "Who gives a shit? You got your money." Yep, that was it. We don't care. That was it. Uh, this is a good story, actually. Uh, new Lego Lord of the Rings game needs a recall thanks to a printing error. Oh, this is brilliant. Uh, yes, this was very good. To cut a look story short, uh, it was the second disc, was it? No, 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 it was a demo no, no, they sent a demo disc instead of the real one. That's it. They sent a demo disc instead of a real one. Um, I'm thinking of another game where they sent Mass Effect instead of Halo. Yeah, that was 4. another issue this week. On yeah, the yeah. That was, uh, that was two shipping errors uh, in the news. But yeah, they sent a demo disc of the game instead of the full game. And apparently some copies of Halo 4 contained uh, the, the second disc instead of being the second disc for Halo 4 was the second disc for Mass Effect, bizarrely enough. <laughs> yeah, but, that is bizarre, uh, isn't it? Got... Sorry? It is bizarre, isn't it? Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Um, But yeah, so they had to recall uh, Lego Lord of the Rings and put all those pieces back together. (laughs) I was like, Humpty Dumpty. That's a joke there. (laughs) Shit. Uh, Wasted, I am. Seth, wasted. Wasted. Um, There's some other news stories. Yeah, yeah. What should we do now? Should we sort of, you know, let Seth go? Get the next person in. Let him go. He's so we let him go. Holding and his hand, trying to not yeah, let him run in his hand. Yes, in his hand. Trying to escape, <laughs> I won't let him. But you're not. Let, are you not going to let him go? Yes, I think we should let him go. Let me go, guys. Let me go. Now I'm, I don't know who's controlling the call at this point. I don't know because it isn't. I think me. I can just hang up here. Yeah, you okay. just hang well, up. Seth, as long as you're not controlling you. the call, we're fine. Thanks for coming on. Thanks well, thank you. Oh, am I controlling the call or is Eric? I, I, well, it depends who phoned who. After I, think I if you hang it. up, you're fine. We'll still well, be here. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Go. Do it. Just do it. All right. Have a great show, guys. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Thank, thank you. Bye. Bye. We are going to get our next caller on, which is Nick. Uh, which is, I think it's Nick Nitrous. His name. I'm old. The big uh, so maybe are you you're can... recording, are you, Stu? I am definitely still recording. Yes, I'm recording, although I had to start yet again, so I've got lots of bits of show now. Yes, bits and bobs. And yeah, unfortunately, ending the, uh, ending the show. So I'm going to get Nick in now. Hopefully he's ready. Hopefully he's ready. So I'm, I'm giving him plenty of time by going, Nick, I hope you're ready, because I'm about to bring you in. We're going to call you in now. Let's hope his mic works, because we haven't tested anything. So, you know, I'm not entirely sure. But here we go. <laughs> Right, I'm going to add him now. I'm adding him now. I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. He's coming. He's coming. Thanks for He's... keeping us updated. I know. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. He's still doing it. He's still doing it. Hello. Can you hear us? So, am I, am I correct? Is it Nick Nitrous? Is that correct? Yeah, that's it. Well, you see, I did well there. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. Yeah. Yay. Welcome, Nick. So, yeah. Welcome, welcome to the Veteran Gamers Live Show, sort of, without all the technical... You're on the show. Yeah, Don't you're on. Don't say fuck or bugger. Yes, don't don't swear. There's no swear that no, actually that doesn't really Sometimes when we're bad, we say worse than Nick, you've listened to the show for many, many I don't know, weeks, years, months, who cares? But like you you're on the show now, the pressure's on. 
Yeah. Here's your platform. What are you going to say? Yeah, what are you going to say to us? Oh, fuck. Yep, there you yeah, go. Thanks for coming on, Nick. Cheers! Let's start. No. So, Nick, <laughs> Nick, look we'll, we'll do the, look, we'll do the usual stuff. So, what, what have you been playing? What have you been playing? Uh, the usual, Gears, Gears War. Um, the person on the show also been playing Gears of War. I know. That's good. Uh, also picked up Full House Poker today. Oh, do you know, I picked that up oh, as well in the sale. Really? I, yes. We got to do another play date soon. Yep. It was 400 points, so I was like, nah, I'll have a bit Killed of that. 400 I, points. Yeah, yeah. It was Everybody the, go you know, get it. It's yeah, awesome. 10th anniversary sale thing. So, oh, you know. I didn't know. I know. So I was like, I'll have a, be a bit of that. Yeah. Do you know Microsoft is sending new Xboxes to some people who have been members for 10 years? That was in the news. That's crazy. <laughs> that was in the news. But yeah, but not in the UK. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the bloody thing in the UK. You don't ah, get Take that. I know, yeah. It's always a way, though, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, Nick, you were saying? Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, the only other thing I've been playing is Doom 3. Doom? Absolutely loving. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I'm always finding that hard to go back to. You're not a bit boring. I found it really boring. I really enjoyed it. I, did, I missed out on it the first time round. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just really enjoyed this one. Enjoyed it, yeah. It's all I don't get the scurry thing though. I don't. I didn't find it scurry at all. The second, well, it's the first time or the second time, to be honest. Oh, the amount of times it made me jump and panic. Yeah. It's the only game that's ever done it to me as well. Yeah. There you go. No, I didn't. I never really felt that. But um, I've played it before, I suppose. And I just, I'm too busy looking for new shiny things. I guess. You know. Yeah. It's not new and shiny. It's not new and shiny sure. enough. It's not new and shiny enough. So what do you what do you like about it then? Seeing as you've never played it before, what 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 do you like? Oh, well, I just like the way uh, it's making me look in every dark corner, like looking out for the jumps because I know it's coming. And yeah, I just, I just, it's simple. That's what I like about it. It's not too much thinking about it. No, I mean, that's it. to be fair, that's Duke's kind of game. He likes simple stuff. Hey, yeah, simplicity is an awesome thing in a game. Simpler the better, then he understands what he's supposed to be doing. That's right. Spray and pray works. You know, if he can do that, then he's happy with the game. And there's got to be unlimited ammo. Yeah. Nick, as much ammo as possible. Nick, have you played uh, Dead Space? Uh, no, not yet. I'll do what, I've got it on my love film, though. You need, to, you need to get that sorted, because if you like that whole... Tense. You don't know when the big scares are going to come. Dead Space and Dead Space Two Oof. are fantastic, fantastic. Way worse than Doom Three, to be honest. Or better, the way you look. Yeah, at yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Way worse in scary stuff, and yeah. but better in scary stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, and horrible, gruesome nastiness. Yeah, and lots of limited ammo. Yeah, lots of limited ammo. <laughs> yeah, you never have no ammo in that. No, that's a double negative. I can't say that. You very rarely have enough ammo in that game. Right. There you go. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So what else? What else have you been up to then? Because obviously you tweet a lot. We see all the twitters. Yeah. Uh, oh, other than that, it's mainly been Fallout New Vegas, uh, which I've I got still have. I've got that. Oh, brand yeah. new. I've got it right here. I've got it in my hand right now, and I still haven't started it. Yeah. And I can see it. I can see so, it here. Nick, what uh, faction are you joined a faction yet? Uh, no, I've only just started it on this one. But when when I had it on the 360, I uh, oh, I've pretty much done it as each one. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Did you do uh, Mr. Houses or did you go independent? The first time I went independent, but the second yeah. time I went for house. Yeah. I, I don't know. It felt weird working with Mr. House. I felt like I shouldn't be taking orders from him. He's a weirdo, fascist, lunatic. He's everything you stand for, man. Exactly. Exactly. But then I felt so bad. Hang on a second. There's a spoiler coming up, but you know what? It's an ancient game, so... I think you can do it. Go for it. Go on. Warning. 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 But, Chinny, you might want to hide your ears if you're nervous. I'll be all right. I'll get over it. Nick, isn't it horrible killing Mr. House? No, I enjoyed that. What? How did you enjoy that? He's a shriveled old dude. He's like 600 years old. Yeah, but he's evil. You've got to do it. (laughs) What's so evil about him? He restored law and order to the strip. Uh, well. <laughs> You're making him regret it. <laughs> He's not too sure now. Well, no, but if you're going to... I mean, I did it like ten times already, so I... Yeah, whatever. Uh, I just don't like... He's, it's one thing to kill a robot or, you know, a Caesar's Legion. I don't feel bad killing them, but this shriveled old dude, he can't do anything. It's true. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, have you have you done any other nasty stuff that you're ashamed of in the game? Anything that you are ashamed of in the game? Are you playing as a baddie, as horrible? Uh, I'm not playing as a baddie now, but actually in Skyrim, I've just started up again as a uh, a thief, and I just kill everyone. Awesome. Everyone I come across. <laughs> what? Literally everything you come across in the game, you're killing. Yeah, basically. Yeah, every time I find a new house or a farm or something, I go in and kill everyone. Wow. Uh, so you're a murderer or a thief? Yeah. I was, uh, by the way, my, my brother has had another baby. I'm an uncle again. So I've had to do a lot of babysitting. Um, and thank you, thank you. This makes me want to kill people. <laughs> or, is that, and, or is that castle crashes sitting? No, no. Well, they don't really, they play a lot of Minecraft. So, um, but I've, I've also got another nephew, uh, another nephew, and he's 14. Um, going on awkward you know that age oh, yeah, bless yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, he's oh. playing Skyrim on the PC he's got a PC um, first of all after laughing for three hours in playing on the PC I mean what's that about I said you know I watched him play and he does exactly the same thing Nick he just turns into a werewolf and then just rips the shit out of everyone uh, and he, I said don't you talk to anyone he's like no what's the point I just robbed all the money okay <laughs> <laughs> Teen- teenagers they're funny <laughs> teenagers so why can I ask you can I ask you why why are you playing that way well, so what's motivating you to play like that well the first time I played through I played through as the good guy or doing what I do now I'd fancy just trying it totally different you know you see I couldn't see weirdly right I've, I've tried to do that in games and I just can't do it I just find out I'm going no I wouldn't I wouldn't do it yeah, I've got too much of a conscience. I always, I feel bad even for video game characters if there's no real need to be killing them. Do you know what I mean? Is that weird? No. Yeah. Talking about this in game in uh, class today, like it, it, you know, it's it's hard to turn off your empathy completely, even though intellectually you know it's just a game. I personally also have that feeling of like, oh, but you know what? I'm causing someone else to suffer, even though I'm. It's like it's a digital virtual person. Who cares? To, to give you an example, in Blops 2, they do this sort of... They're, they're trying to make you make decisions, right? And, yeah, there's um, choices in the game. There's right? choices, but they're very black and white. It's either do this or do this. Right? They're very black ops and white ops. Ah! But one of them, one of them, I could have done something fairly evil or what would have been considered evil, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it, even though it crossed my mind to do it. I just then like, no, I can't do it. 
I'll do what I think I'm supposed to do, and that's what I did. But you know what I mean? I just, I don't know, I just can't do it. I mean, I couldn't imagine in, in Fallout 3 blowing up the, the the nuclear warhead, you know, in Megaton. I just don't think I could do it. I did. I, I know, but you Motherfucker burn. <laughs> you did it with relish. Um, I, was, I remember I remember going into Megaton, looking at all the kids and everything, thinking, oh, look, none of them are going to <laughs> None of them are going to grow up. Bless them all. <laughs> well, Boom! I mean, I mean, is that how you felt, Nick? I mean, have you done that? Have you done the, the Megaton thing? I did the same in Megaton. I played through as a good guy first, and then uh, afterwards, then I blew the crap out of it. Yeah. So why do you do it as a good guy first? Because that's always when I first play a game, I always play as, it, as if it was me, what I would do in that situation. So you are a good guy in real life then? Yeah. That's well, good. most of the time. Anyway. I always play it as me as well. <laughs> Yeah, I do that. That's, but then I, I can't be a bad guy. It's like, like stupid. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's what's worrying me. <laughs> yeah. Mm. The only thing that devastated me was GTA 4. When yeah. I uh, yeah. when I killed the wrong guy. With, uh, I killed Dwayne. Still still guts me. Still guts me, that. Well, <sighs> but didn't you play through again and not kill him? And you said he just moaned all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah I probably remember that. It's just, man, I need to tell my life out, man. So maybe you just had to choose the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Well, at least the other guy, like the kind of idiot, at least he's doing something in his life and he's happy. Nick, did you play GTA 4? Did you make the same decision? Uh, I uh, played it for a couple of hours, but I got bored of it. I'll, I'll replace with I got bored with it as I'm way too busy to play that awesome game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you can that you never said post production will change it to that. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> yes. Oh dear. Although it will be in Chinese voice, so you might be able to tell. Yeah. <laughs> you might be able to tell. Um so yeah, so so you're liking the old Fallout New Vegas then? And, yeah, I'm uh, loving it at the moment. I mean I loved it before on the three sixty, but it's just different playing it on the laptop. Oh, you're on the PC with this version, are you? Yeah. Uh, are you modding it? Do you have mods on? No, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, where do you get your mods? Cause, uh, so there's a place called the Nexus, and if you do a search for Fallout Nexus or Fallout New Vegas Nexus, um, there's a lot. It, it ranks them in terms of uh, most downloaded, and then there's also a popularity thing in terms of endorsements. Like, if you've downloaded a mod and played with it, you can go and endorse it. So whichever mod has the most endorsements, you can rank them that way, and you can also rank them in terms of whether they have. Uh, um, nudity or not? Like, there's adult mods, and then there's like the mods for everybody. Yeah, but surely they're all the same, are they? It's just nude characters, or what? No, it's not agents. just that because. Come on. And then there's like sex positions and stuff. What? It's really twisted. I'm not playing. This is for real. Um, it's yeah, it's really bizarre. I, I haven't had the nerve to download any of those because it's <laughs> disturbing. How much time it must take to make that? And I bet you was also like, what if Diane sees me playing? There's, no, whatever. I mean, I don't think she'd be that. She'd be like, that's twisted and weird, but whatever. What do you think she says when I'm murdering people in the face? Yeah, but that's the difference between game sex, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? I guess, but I don't know. It's whatever. I, 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 I don't really, I don't think she'd be too bothered. The, the thing is that it's, I'd be bothered. I'd be like looking into this abyss and just being like, what the, what is wrong with you people? And then I'd think, what's wrong with me for downloading it? So it's newvegas.nexusmods.com is the website. And there's a lot of extra weapons. And I haven't even messed with it because I don't know if my computer would run New Vegas very well. 
but maybe at some point I'll try it out. No, you know, you'd be surprised. It seems your, you know, your Mac can run quite a lot of stuff. It can, but I don't want to push it. So, well, in case it explodes, like mine just did ten minutes ago. Unfortunately, that's where the live show recording ended. Um, yep. Yeah, it did. And unfortunately, there's only me and Chinny here now because Duke couldn't come to re-record a little bit for the end of the show, including emails, etc. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, just to clarify, um, this is a day later. The recording of the live show, for some reason, fucked up. And now we're recording this to apologise and... Yeah, and Stu's going to explain what happened at the end. Yeah. So basically, Armar was on as a caller. Uh, it was really good, incidentally. It was very good, yeah. It was good, and we had a good chatter and went, did all the emails, etc. He answered some of the questions. But unfortunately for us, um, we didn't get any of that. And and I have to emphasize, it is not because I didn't press the record button. That It was recording, and for whatever reason, when I accessed the file, because we had some issues earlier, and it was a separate audio file, uh, there was only 15 minutes of it, and then the rest of it was just blank. It, it was all there, but there was just no audio. It was very odd. Um, so I can only apologize, really, for that. Uh, but anyone who listened live got to hear it. <laughs> I guess that's the only thing yeah. I can say, really. It was exclusive. It was exclusive to the live listeners. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to do the emails. So we're going to go through the emails that obviously weren't, were on the show, but weren't anymore. So we're going to do that. Uh, and we're also going to, hopefully, we, we'll try and get Armar on next week as a guest at some point in the show, if he's available. Uh, because it, I feel a bit sorry, because, you know, he came on the show, put his time in and everything, and obviously he's not going to get heard by anyone. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, so apologies. And also apologies to Nick as well, because there's some of Nick which you just heard, but that was it. There was only that bit of Nick. And then, unfortunately, like I say, with the recording just suddenly... uh, It didn't stop, it's just not there. It it was still recording, but there's no audio, so I can only assume it lost a connection to Skype or something of that nature. So, that all being said, uh, and the fact Duke isn't here for the end of the show, which just feels a little bit weird... Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll get on with some emails, so um, let's do this. <laughs> oh no, there's no soundbite for emails. <laughs> it's just weird, isn't it? Duke missing, no emails, uh, logo intro, whatever you want to call it. No, look, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. it's very strange. I'm all, I'm all at sixes and sevens. Uh, so here we go. Anyway, uh, the first email we've got, Chini, is is entitled Halo Reach Disc Issues, uh, and this is from uh, Metric Pizza, who was incidentally listening live last night. Uh, so this will be weird for him. This will be like deja vu because he's already heard this once, but in a different way now. So here we go. So he says this. He says, hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, I'm a bit behind on the podcast, and I'm just listening to episode 145. Well, in that case, he won't hear this for a few weeks anyway and realize that we've missed a bit out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, believe it or not, I've also had an issue with knocking over my Xbox and scratching a ring uh, into a disc. I just bought Halo Reach and was playing on my new setup at the desk with a PC monitor. To save room, I had placed the Xbox on its side and I needed to reach around the back to plug something else into the wall outlet whilst playing... That's always a recipe for disaster, isn't it? Yep. Round stuff. By the way, did I ever tell you, I knocked my Xbox off the side of mine very much the same reason. I had it on, really? and it, it fell quite a distance, to be honest. It fell probably about three feet to the floor, and I thought, oh, crap, my Xbox is going to be broken. Uh, and it wasn't. It just bounced. Uh, there was no disc in, thankfully, at the time, so it didn't oh, yeah. do really damage it to anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
and there's there's just a small crack in the uh, the grill where the fan is. But apart from that, it was it was actually fine. Look, you mate, you're looking. You're, you're not gonna. You're never gonna believe what's happened. You're never going to believe what's happened. But Armar Pavez is actually just sent me a, a Skype saying he's here and he can join us. Let's get him in. Let's get him in. Let's get him in. So welcome, Armar, for the second time, I guess. Hi, guys. Congratulations. Hello, uh, yes, this is your oh. debut on the recording. <laughs> yeah. but not your debut on the show. This is very strange. It is very strange, because this, as, we, as we've explained, is the night after, and Armar is now here, as I just said, he's just appeared, uh, which is very good of him. Uh, but yeah, so we're, we're going to close out the emails, as we'd said, uh, and I was, I was halfway through, so I'll, I'll carry on from where I was yep, up to. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, I was just explaining to Ginny, how, how I have actually knocked my Xbox off, and it survived. Uh, yes. it didn't, but it had no disc in, so no issues. Well, my there. Xbox survived when I knocked mine over, but the disc inside did not. Yeah, yeah, so I didn't have that issue. Uh, anyway, so we'll carry on. Uh, here we go. So he says this. Here is where my story differs, however. I know I knew about these machines and that the local Blockbuster had that could take a scratch out of a disc. I took it down there and showed the guy. He said it would cost me $15 to run it through the machine, but Jesus. he could not guarantee if it would fix it. I decided to go ahead as a replacement copy here would cost me anything between eighty and a hundred dollars. Yeah, games are expensive in Australia, aren't they? They're not they're not cheap. Uh, well well the machine did the trick and my Halo Reach worked fine. It is a pity it sat on my pile of shame for two years after something new came along a week later though. Keep up the good work, I'll try and drag my ass out of bed for three AM play for a play date again soon. Uh, Daniel Bedcobber, aka Metric Pizza. So there you go. So he so he actually went to the the sort of down to the shop, got it all fixed, and then didn't play it for two years because he he'd sort of something else shiny. That sounds a bit like me. To, to it does, to be fair. I think you and him should get a room, mate. I think we should. I think yeah, that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Right, moving on. So here is the uh, the next one, uh, and it, and it's from Richard Primrose, uh, and I have to say he's Rose. he's not a happy guy. He, he is not happy with me. He says this, elite disinformation. So he says, he says, Stu, I am officially writing this email to demand that you remove my name from anything elite related. <laughs> now, first of all, I've got to say that is <clears throat> nothing to be ashamed of. You know, if you do like elite, look, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Is it Armar? There's nothing wrong with liking elite back in the day. Uh, no, not at all. Classic game. Absolute See? classic. See, there you go. What can I say? He says this anyway. He says, I have never played the game, even though I did own a BBC computer. You have obviously mixed me up with Pete Gibbon, at Pete Red Dog. Uh, back in the 80s, even the nerds with computers considered elite players to be too geeky and would actively sneak up behind them and put signs on their back saying, elite player, kick me. Hello, I'm sure that's not true. That is yeah, it is. True. Yeah, yeah, that happened. That used to happen in my school as well. No one played Elite in your school. They didn't even have Elite in your school. Yeah, well, if they did, they had one of those on the back. That's the way it happened. <laughs> it was well after well after you was born, or before you were born. 76. Yeah, was that when you were born, 1976? Oh, no, I, I am 76. <laughs> what year were you born in? 85. Ooh, it's close, it's close. 1985. I think Elite came out in 1983, I think. Yeah, I think it was prior to that. It, that came out before you were even born. You know what else that came out um, before I was born? What? Everything before 1985. <laughs> That's true. And, and incidentally, I just feel very old now. <laughs> what, what year were you born, Cher? Uh 1972. 
1972. Oh, you're not that much older than... Well, you are. <laughs> um, you're in the same decade as my brother. Bless you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 1970. And about, are we allowed, Armar, to ask when you're Yeah, born? yeah. Go on, what are um, you? I'm younger than Stu, but I'm older than you, Chenny. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. Uh, 79. Oh. 79. You're not far off. That's all I'm going to say. So yeah. You're about about my brother's age, then. Were you in the 80s? Are you an 80s kid? I, I was indeed. Love the 80s. Yeah. Me yeah, and you in the 80s. 80s. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, so he says, therefore, unless you remove my name from anything associated with Elite, I will be forced to lock you and Pete Gibbons in a room with a box set of Blake 7 and a VHS video player. By the way, the box set is in Betamax. You see, look, Be- look, Betamax was Betamax. the... Look, we all know it was the best. It was better than VHS, look, I'm just saying. Yeah, but it was more expensive, man. It was, and, and also the porn industry went with VHS, so unfortunately, yeah. that killed it. That killed it. Yeah, it did. But Blake 7 was great. I loved Blake 7 as a kid, look. And I know, right? I know if I watched... I seeing Blake 7. Yeah. I watched it, I but it was like like one of those mid midday, Saturday afternoon, kind of like, oh, I remember this. Look, yeah. to be fair, right, the people who made the sets for Blake 7 also made them for Prisoner Cell Block Age. Did they? Oh, yes. Have you ever have you ever seen that show? No, no, no. Right. So basically, like, they had, like, prison cells, but every shoe, time... Shoe, shoe, shoe. Oh. Well, don't care, well, no, no, but listen, listen, listen. Let me just get to the point. No, no, no I'm just warning you here. No, but just listen. No, but listen, literally, listen. no one cares what you're saying. As, does that, no, does that just, bother listen, you at listen, all? Listen, as people shut the gates, the whole set shut because it was made of cardboard and plywood. That's like Forty Towers. Yeah, like 40 towers. <laughs> when like someone shut the door, the whole fucking wall yeah, would wobble. Yeah. Well, that's like Blake Seven. Basically, they made the set out of the spaceship was made out of cardboard and plywood. That's what it was. Made. Right, have you not? Have you not played? Uh... <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, trying to bring this back to the games. Little Big Planet, I'm sure there's a spaceship made of cardboard. There in is. That. It looked very similar to that. <laughs> anyway, he goes on to say, uh, trading, done. Yeah, trading space minerals has and never will be my bag. And despite your attempts, <laughs> nerd, despite your attempts to force Galaxy on Fire upon me whilst Mike and Chris poke you in the head with a Medal of Honor poster... So cease and desist, or else, Mister Fowler. Uh, look, Galaxy on Fire Two is good. I'm oh, all, that's Galaxy all I'm saying. On fire. All I'm saying. Also, for God's sake, let Duke speak about Oblivion, Fallout, or whatever he wants. I'm interested, and so are other people. The reason I got into your guys' podcast is because you talk about niche, current, and classic games. So pass him the soapbox and go for a brew. Uh, on a positive note, agreed with everything you said about Mollers. That guy is now effectively shunned by this gamer. Shyster. Of who's that. this? His daughter. Molyneux. Oh, who's, who's, who's the email? This is Rich. This is Rich. From Rostel. Still okay. Duggerer. Duggerer. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, right. I mean. Anyway, uh, so that's it. So thank you for that, Rich. And there is another one off him, so we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but we have got one from our favourite emailer. And, uh, you know, yeah, I know you're not supposed to have favourites, but I do. That's just the way it is. Uh, but this is from Jason. Ah. It's really weird when you do it on your own. I know it does. Why are you I not? Never, I never partake in the... No, it's, it's just yeah. me and Juku normally it's usually does. you and do it, and it just sounds really strange. Like, three grown men on a scope call, and you're <laughs> just basically going, Ugh. Yeah. It's a bit weird. There you go. Move on, Stu. Anyway, he says this. He said, Before I get turned on. I know. 150, the number of times Duke has made a lame number reference, or is it more significant than that? 
So he says this, and it's all one massive paragraph, by the way, but here we go. I've been without a computer for three weeks now. Our Mac crashed, so we sent it back to the Geek Squad for repairs. Otherwise, I would definitely call in and ask your listeners why the hell they listen to such rubbish week after week. Is it Stu's story time about cucumbers and pointy sticks? The diva with his stroking and Inspector Gadget memories? Or is it Duke yelling because he doesn't know which sword to use in Witcher 2? Or screaming just to hear himself over the blurring echo from his last sentence about Skyrim? Is there something more to it than that? I can see fans replying with the former and the latter. We all thank you guys on 150 plus for being such a small part of our lives and you sure leave a lasting impression. Like the skid marks in Duke's tighty whities Do you know what? That doesn't get any better reading it twice, you know. No. It really doesn't. It's, that, that is one mental image I really don't want. Do you know what I mean? Mm, I do. Hey, I do it's, not. it's not even the skid mark thing. It's just Duke in tighty whities You know what I'm saying? That doesn't bother me. No, I don't know. Oh, we've watched Breaking Bad. We saw people talking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've just been watching that tonight. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he says, hey, I forgot to tell you. It's hard to believe, but you have cured my constipation. I, don't, I, don't... I think you should stop reading. Rock on, everyone. Back and forth. Head forward. Feet spread apart. It actually works. I, I don't know whether I gave him that advice at some point. May have done. I, I think maybe I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. Maybe it did. Uh, congrats on 150. Cheers to video games, developers, and the incredible people that make this podcast. Sent from Mars. Will the probing ever stop? Oh, there you go. Mm. Yeah, don't know. Uh, and then Richard, so, shall I email, read one here? Yeah, you, you read Richard's new one. You read Questions. that one. Is that one? Next one. That's the one. Off you go. All right, Richard Primrose uh, emailed in again saying, "Quick fire questions. If you're stuck for things to talk about, Rich, we are never stuck." For things to talk about with even, Stu in the room. Even Have you t- heard Stu talk? He's talking while I'm saying this. <laughs> it's true. He never stops. Even twice when I've stuck. <laughs> um, somebody you know who has never played uh, has never played asked, has asked you to show them that will convince them to get into gaming. What game do you show them? Right. Well, first of all, what I've got to say is we can't say the same ones as last night, so we've got to think of other ones first. Okay. So think of something you didn't say last night. What would you show? I remember what I said last night. Yeah, no, yeah. So, Amar, what, what, give it, what, what game would you show people to get them into game? If they hadn't played to get them into games, hmm. Yeah, to get them into gaming now. We had to show them one game. Um, Gran Turismo on the PS3. Yeah. So Everybody just... likes shiny HD graphics, and uh, I'm sure that will, um, yeah, G- Gran Turismo 5 on PS3. Yeah, you see, the only thing I'd say about that, though, right, I agree that if you wanted to show them something that looked cool, right, you'd be right, because it does look cool, doesn't it? It does. But then, do you think your average Joe would be able to control that car in any such a way that made them feel good about it if they'd never played a game before? Just make sure all the safeties are on, all the auto braking, auto gears, yeah. and everything else. And... Man up, you pussy. That's well, what, I that's get you, but yeah, but it's not particularly arcadey, is it? I don't that's... play Grand Turismo at all. I'm terrible. Yeah, it's a bit more hardcore than that. So. Awful. I get. I, I agree with you from an aesthetic point of view. You wanted to show them something that looked proper cool. Are you a PS3 boy then, Amar? Xbox. Ah. Okay. <laughs> I, I've, got, I've, I've got a PS3. Um, and it's gathering dust. The oh, original sixty gig oh. model. Lord, I've got, I've got, look, the, the the old fat one. 
Oh. <laughs> and what about your console? <laughs> Sorry. She'll say, look, done? You, look, you could take that as a compliment, to be honest. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Let's talk about games, not penis. <laughs> look, I never said penis. <laughs> You've got to flip them on, not me. Um, Stu, you meant penis. All right. <laughs> Just to let you know. You oh. meant penis. Um, so yeah, I've got a I've got a big fat PS3. Uh, I'm a, um, I got but it. But mine's still kicking. Like Does yours sound like an airplane when it when when it's switched on? Oh yes, this. Um, I I mean I I I mean I bought it on launch day, believe it or not, which is another stupid thing I did, and it was purely for the Blu-ray. Um, but you know, it's not me. You know, another thing is uh, as well is whenever I turn the damn thing on, there's always a flipping PS3 update from Sony. Yeah. Well, that's just because you don't you don't play as regular as your Xbox. Though, if you play it as regular as your Xbox, it's only once a month. Yeah, but it's every month. It's like patch two point five one, two point five four. At least with yeah. Xbox, it's like twice a year. Do you know what I would say though? You know, what I would say I, obviously we got. I don't know whether you've activated yours, Chini, but we got a free PlayStation Plus from I haven't. Okay, no, right? No, no. That I've got to say is very cool. Apart from all the freebie games, when you turn it on, it goes. We've updated your firmware. We've uh, added in a patch for this game, added in a patch for that game, and it's all done and dusted, and you don't have to do anything. See, they're, they're withholding a feature that can make the PS3 better just because they they're can. playing monthly. Yeah, so it they, is should, cool. they should include that for PS, for any PSM member. And also cloud saves for every game. So you can have... See, that's a bit different because it takes up server space. But you know. yeah. but yeah, no, it, it basically does an update, and it just, it just comes on on its own at sort of 2 o'clock in the morning, searches for any updates, and just does them. Anyway... Yeah, it's cool. It is cool. Back to the email. Yeah, so which games? What game would you show off? So, so yeah. Omar said GT5. Yeah. yeah, I would I would go with, with potentially two. And funnily, um, they're, they're both on the PS3, right? And I know that I like, I like both consoles, but I feel these are so probably the most accessible. Well, you, you, you're not a PS3 fanboy because it's not new and shiny. It's That's true. Like new, new That's shiny. true. Uh, but Little Big Planet or yep. Little Big Planet 2, I would show them. <laughs> Because I just think, from a graphical point of view, it looks cute and cool. And although it does have its moments of difficulty because of the three-plane thing and the, and the sort of platforming's not always as precise as it could be, I think people will just be like, well, that's cool. You know, it looks cool. Uh, and then the other one will be Journey. And I know you're all going, Journey. Oh, but, right, no, no offence, Journey or Flower, for that matter, uh, both look very cool, and they're both easy to pick up and play. There's no real learning curve, you know, and they're just cool. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. the journey is cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. So I would. Play, what are you? Uh, not even played it. I would probably show. Uh, I think. I think this is easily. I know it's competing with Portal Two and everything, but this is easily one of my favourite uh, games of this generation. Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. I see. I loved Red Dead Redemption, but. I, for me personally, I thought Ellie Noir was that little bit better. What? I really enjoyed Mark that. Are you mental? Jesus. Whoa, I, no, no, I, I mean, I, mean, I, I love Ellie Noir, but what? I have to fight it to the death when I want to. I have to fight its corner so much. Wow. But I would never say Red Dead Redemption is better. Uh, is worse. Oh. Lower than. Yeah. What is it about Ellie Noir you like? Come on. You got to justify this comment. It better I, be good. Okay, but Noir, I thought um, the facial technology was was quite yep. good. That no, added to the dimension. We'll give you that. Um, and it was a sort of uh, an open because I mean I've played Grand Theft Auto, and where I've got an issue with the Grand Theft Auto games is um, 
you can spend far too much time just running around getting the unique jumps and the packages and doing this and doing that. But as an early noir, there was a bit of that, but not too much. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apart from that crappy plot twist towards the end, um, yeah. I lo- I, you know, I like the missions. The music was fantastic. The graphics were fantastic. The whole 1950 setting. I mean, I mean, I um. Um, I, I, I sort of don't tend to complete games fully in terms of achievements, but for this one, I got the full one thousand four hundred achievements. Really? Because I loved that, that one. Wow. Yeah, you are didn't do it. Crazy. Love that game. Love that. Do you game. know? Do you know? If you just said Mafia Two, we could have possibly agreed. Oh yeah, Mafia yeah, Two. You said Mafia, Mafia Two. two. Nope. You should, you, mate. If you love that setting, get it. Get it now. So much better. I'm, I'm gonna go on Amazon right now and order it. Just get it. No, but no. That aside, there is a flaw to your argument. I have to say. On, there, is, there is a glaring flaw because John Marston, as we know, was a fairly balanced character, you know, and he was doing right by his family, trying to get redemption, you know, trying to sort things out. He didn't sleep with prostitutes or any of that business, right? Right. But Cole in L.A. Noir was a psycho, yeah. you know. He may have been a copper, but he was nuts. He he was a bit. He was a too, bad cop. He was. He was, he was too career driven, I think. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, you know, Shit. I'm not. <laughs> I think um, I think Red I think I think Red Dead Redemption is um, is also along you know along, along with Elie Noir um, Red Dead Redemption is an absolutely fantastic game. But in terms of the amount of time that I've spent playing on a game, fair enough. Um, it just it yeah, just I caught guess. your it just caught your attention. It hit it scratched but, the itch that, that you was after. That's but I would have said you're right from from a perspective of showing someone something and saying how cool does that look? You know you're definitely right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, of, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, that's a different ball game there. Um, yeah, true enough. Mafia 2, by the way, is eighteen sixty nine on Amazon. Wow, is it still as expensive as that? Wow, so that's God. pretty... Have you got Love Film, Amar? Uh, I don't. Yeah. Are you loaded, Amar? Uh, not particularly, no. God, that's uh, way more is, expensive than I was. Who is these days? Who is? Who? I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a good game. It's a fantastic game. It Whether is. you want to... If you go on... Uh, actually, I've, I'm, I might see... Isn't that on... Uh, I was going to say, isn't that on PlayStation Plus or something like that? Or cheap somewhere. Is it not cheap on games on demand or something on Xbox? Apparently, I would get it like maybe on eBay or something because on eBay it's going for like twelve quid maybe. I will uh, definitely keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye oh, out if you see a cheap cheap version. Shop to shop to twelve quid. Actually, there is a cheaper one on Amazon. This twelve quid, thirteen quid, including postage. No, that's not bad. That's not bad. Actually, a, yeah, yeah, that's not yeah. bad. That's, that's a not bit bad. More for, reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. The twenty when you're hitting the twenty pound mark, you're like, eee. yeah, it's a lot for a game that old. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's a one to play through, Amar. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you're gonna play it. Yeah. You'll probably love it if you like L.A. Noir. Um, but I won't. Well, maybe I will play it again. But I mean, there's so much shit out. Uh, yeah, but it's wicked though. It's it wicked. is. It is great. And, <laughs> yeah. and you look, you know, it's good if both Chidi and I agree yeah, that a game's good. Very rare. <laughs> Well, I can't argue. I can't argue against that, can I? So no, no, Very no, you can't. Very um, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, have I finished this email yet? No. Yeah. All right. Christmas 2013. Sony and Microsoft have both announced new consoles at E3 and Steam. Have announced a three-year subscription deal in partnership with Nvidia, which furnished furnishes subscribers with a high-spec PC, uh, which will be refurbished with new graphics and cards when the contract is renewed. Which next gen do you opt for? So just to recreate last night. What? What did you say? What? What? Yeah. What was so the question? <laughs> basically, if Steam make a console box, that's, <laughs> that is the bollocks, right? Yeah. Um, Sony release their console and Microsoft release their console. 
which one are you going for? Now, interestingly, uh, listeners to the live show will get that joke. Nobody else will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Um, now, you see... You see, last night... I'll tell you. Well, last night I said I would go with a 360 or a 720 or whatever the hell it's going to be with Microsoft. Because you know what you're getting. You know it's going to work out of the box. You're not going to have to faff around with any updates or firmware or any of that bollocks. But also, you're going to be limited as to what you're going to be able to play on it that's new or innovative. But then, whereas with the sort of with the NVIDIA thing and the, and the Steam box, that's going to work. And, it, and obviously, you're going to have access to all the games that are on Steam and all the back catalogue, which you would have on the 360 as well, I guess. I don't know. It's a toughie. And Sony, I don't know. Weirdly, I don't, I'm not, although I like a lot of release a console next year. No, no, they're not going to. But if they did, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. sort of like my PS3, but I always, I still, even though I, I sort of play equally or, you know, when there's exclusive. Still, I'm still on the Xbox more than yeah, yeah, I'm still, still Xbox and PC more than the Sony, even though I still, I, I sort of probably, probably equally play them all. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably get them all eventually. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Amar, what, 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 which one would you get? Xbox. Boom. That's how you answer the question. Because I was going to stop this yep. and go, this is how you answer the question, Amar. Yeah. Xbox. So it's still Xbox. the same. Still the Boom. same. Um, Boom. And he has a quite a good thing after this, but I think we should save this for next week. It's quite a good little question. Yeah, let's let's leave that one at this let's, point. Let's, let's crack on. because we Let's crack it. on. Go. So, the, so do you want to do the next one? Which well? one's the next one, man? Uh, the next one's from John Wilson. She. Thanks. Is it so thanks? It does indeed. And so as John Wilson says, hey, yeah, oh, whatever. Um, you guys help me through the pain in the ass process of applying for a PGCE course in giving me a welcome distraction during my breaks from writing my personal statement. Thank you. I was down on Call of Duty, but after my transit on Blops 2 Zombies seven hours later, I decided that I should buy Blops 2. I'll have it end of November if people want to play it. I've completed Dishonored. It was okay, a bit long and dragged out, but a decent enough experience. That is all. Peace and biscuits, bitches. John Mesh. He has a way with words, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he, he, he was kind of, he liked Dishonored a bit, but he sold on Blop Zombies, which I have yet to try. Yet to try. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much, John, for writing into the show. He's from the Playable, everybody, Playable.com. He's got a podcast on the website as well. You should check it out. They should. They should. Hey. So thanks for that, John Mouse. Uh, and the final one, we have got one more that came in. Funnily enough, it came in last night as we were doing the emails. So we we did read it last night, but we'll read it again tonight. Okay. Uh, okay. No subject line, but it's from uh, G.H. Rocco, who was, was funny because he kept going, right, I'm going to bed now. Right, I'm going to bed now. I'm going to bed now, and then like oh, half an hour later, he was still going to bed, so he was yeah. just still there. Yeah. Maybe, he just, maybe his bedroom's like really far away. I think, was, I think he was on. I, I saw him hanging around till nearly the end of recording, to be honest, so he was there till very late, so I hope he got up all right this morning. I have seen some Twitters. He's got saying, an exam, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that, I guess. So. They're too easy anyway, I can't tell you. Haven't you read the news? It's too easy. <laughs> every year they come out, it's like, oh, it's too easy, it's too easy. And I've seen a couple of bleary-eyed uh, Twitters today on people who were listening last night going, oh, man, I struggle to get up today. I've been really tired all day. Yeah, they used to know we feel every week. I was going to say, we do that every single Monday. Every yes. Monday we do that and go to work or do whatever we do the following day. And Chidi, bless him, does it twice on a row. Bang. <laughs> Bang, there you go. Uh, anyway, he says, it's shame I couldn't be there, but I must sleep for something called an exam tomorrow. So here we go. 
Black Ops 2 came out, and I got it a day early. So, as you may have guessed, I played the hell out of it, and it was awesome. And I have a mate, hey Andy, and he just got Borderlands 2, and I've already done it with him, but I'm unwilling to. Yes, sure, I'll play. It's a week later, and I still haven't played with him. Uh, what's my punishment? Uh, what did we give him? What was the punishment that we gave him? Do you know, I cannot remember. Play the game again, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, that might have been it. Play the game with your Actually, mate. just play with him. Yeah. <laughs> just play the game with your mate. You uh, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so just do that. And, and also, uh, he, he did say to do his egg timer topics. Yeah. Um, we have made a massive, I put it in red font on the show notes for next, next week, week to do the egg timer yeah. topics. So don't worry, Antonio. And I've actually got another punishment for him, right? Because um, when I was a kid, I used to have this thing about eating the grossest sandwiches ever, right? And I think whilst he's playing the game, he should make one of these sandwiches up, right? And, and my favourite was salad cream and pickled onion. Oh, my God. I know. It was, oh, it was good. It was tasty with that. So what you've got to do, right? But the thing is, you had to... But the other thing is, it took ages to make because what I had to do was get tiny pickled onions and then slice them up so that they lay flat on the bread. Because you couldn't just have big pickled onions sticking up on your bread, you know what I mean? So I did <laughs> used to stand there for about Jesus 15 Christ. minutes. Know, slicing pickled onions. Too much it. effort goes into a shitty sandwich. Yeah. It does. And then salad cream on. So there you go. That's what you've got to eat whilst you're playing the game. How about that? Do not, I do not support this. <laughs> no. um, so that's it for email. So thank you yeah. very much for all of those. Before we wrap up, Stu, yeah. um, let's talk to Omar for a little bit. because we yeah. did that. Uh, Quickly, Omar, what have you been yes, playing? Sir? Yeah, what have you been up to? Um, Halo 4, um, Mario Kart on the 3DS, yeah, yeah, and uh, indulging in a bit of um, Xbox Live Arcade gaming, specifically um, Daytona USA and uh, Outrun. Ah, Outrun. Nice. Yes. Um, Do you know, when I was a kid, that was one of my favourite games in the arcade. Yeah, yeah no one cares about Outrun. I was crap at it. Halo 4, uh, campaign, multiplayer? It was multiplayer. Multiplayer, what do you think? Uh, quite good. Um, although I think Daytona was a, uh, I think Daytona was uh, a little bit better on the multiplayer front. Far more uh, unpredictable, shall we say, in the corners. Mm. 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 So what do you think of like, the ordnance drop things and you know? What talking about Halo Four? Uh, I have just got up to level three, which is a level with a forerunner. So I don't think I'm quite there yet. Ah. Can I ask you another thing? Because obviously there's been a lot made of, of the sort of the shininess of Halo 4 and that. You know, some people even said it's the best looking game on the 360. You know, would mm. you agree or would you disagree? I think it's, um, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting point because I was thinking about um, about what we discussed last night. And if you look at Mass Effect, I mean, I love Mass Effect, the entire series. And Mass Effect 1, um, and then if you look at the graphics of Mass Effect 1 to 2 and 3, um, you can see that in every time you know a game came out, there was a definite improvement in graphics. For Halo, um, it got as good as Halo 3, and after that, it was just the same. I thought ODST was a bit poor on the graphics front, mm. um, and uh, Halo Reach was okay, and Halo 4 was just Halo 3, really. Um, couldn't really tell mm. the difference. I don't know. If you put them next to side-by-side, side, I'd probably see... 
You could probably see the differences, but I, rem- so. I remember when Halo Three came out that people were doing like comparisons to Halo Two and going, "Yeah, oh, you can see the difference." But Holy I'm, shit. I'm, I must admit, I've never been blown away with Halo graphics. But I think part of that is because they're quite generic looking, you know. For well, us. no, I don't think they're generic at all. I think they're quite cartoony. Yeah, um, yeah. don't know. I mean, generic to me is like Call of Duty or no, I guess. But from as, as like a sci-fi setting graphics, they're quite you know slidey doors and shiny lights. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never, I've never been, I've never felt that, that distinctive. And I get, you know, I get the Halo universe and everything. But you know, if you're just in the corridors and stuff, they just look like any other sci-fi shooter game. So, are you enjoying it, Amar? Are you? you... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, the, the first two levels were quite um, <clears throat> were quite boring, but the third level it's picked up. Wrap um, it up. But I'm not one for multiplayer, so I think once Halo Four is finished, it's being uh, sold or traded in. Really? Yeah, the, the the sort of shooter that I like, um, well, the two that I like, Mass Effect Three, even though it's not strictly multiplayer, oh, it's, hard. it's more like it's more like a hard mode. Yeah. That and Gears of War, I love Gears of War. The whole diving and shooting. I mean, I don't like the fact that in Halo. You know, there's nowhere to duck or, or go for cover, and that throws me off a bit. So, incidentally, by the way, incidentally, I've got some breaking news. Du, 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 du. I know, yeah. Uh, Hitman's on its way to me. Well, fucking hell! No, I know, I know. Well, you uh, know, I was, I was quite, you know, derogatory about the demo and stuff, and the, the stuff we played at Eurogamer. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see if I change my mind once I'm playing the actual full game. More interesting now <laughs> is what, what I think of it. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, have you been playing it? No, I haven't played it. <laughs> I'm just being arrogant. Um, uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm looking forward to Hitman because I don't know. I want to give it a fair shake. You know what I mean? I want to give it a fair. You know, I know I didn't think much of the demo, but you know, and I, I did have some crashing issues. Hopefully, that won't happen in the full retail game. No, hopefully. No. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm willing to give it. I'll, you know, I do try and keep an open mind on everything, and I always try and look for positives, even in stuff I'm not too keen on. You do. I'm more. He always tries to look for a positive. I do. I do. I try and be balanced. Even in shit games. Even in shit games. It's <laughs> really hard for you to just go, it's shit. It is, it is. I do find that really yeah. difficult. Yeah. I, I am a glass half full kind of person. <laughs> Stu? Yeah. Stu, yeah. what's the shittest game you've ever played? Oh, uh, Vampire Rain. Vampire Rain without a shadow of a doubt. It, I mean, I'm quite happy to say that game is just a bag of shit. It really is. Have you ever what, what game have you finished? Right. Or played a lot of that you just couldn't take any more of. Uh, that one's again. That's very easy. Final Fantasy Thirteen. Wow, okay. that's very easy for me to answer. Have you got one or more? A game that I played so much of and that I didn't finish. Um, I've got to say, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, but come on, man. Those games take about three hours to finish. You know what I mean? No, just, no, I mean, it's just the same old, like, graphics and the crappy yeah. dialogue. And I, you, but... know, you know what game I finished? And I, I literally had a, like, felt ill. Like, I was. That late? Wasn't that recently? There was one recently like that, wasn't there? What was that that you played recently that was like that? And you, you literally just dragged yourself to the end of the game. I don't know. There was something very recent like that where you just said, like, you know, God, I'm glad that game's finished with. And it was something I'd played and I thought it was... Is it Gordon, maybe? Oh, no, Fingy, of course. Um, the, the Azura's Wrath. Oh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Bayonetta. Bayonetta okay, was the game. Well, I finished it and then the credits roll and then it still didn't finish. And I was like, Jesus. Yeah. 
and I, I, I put the controller down and I felt really ill. I had a headache. I was, I, I, I went really ill after that game. Now, so. interestingly, I like Bayonetta, as you know, but I'm with you. It's, it was one of those games where I was like, oh, yeah, uh, 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 and it's still going. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Actually, oh, guys, oh, I, oh. I'd like to change my answer if I can. Ooh, of course you can. You do whatever. Assassin's, Assassin's Creed One. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely with you there. Oh, hated that. Yeah, that's totally. a fair comment. I, I, I finished Assassin's Creed One twice. So, um, you know, yeah, weirdly, that was one of mine. You know where I started playing it, then stopped playing it because it got so boring, right? Yeah. And then, you know, when my, when my wife goes down to her sister's in the summer. Oh, yeah. The, that the, was the, the, the week of bliss. The week of bliss. I finished it then. And even then, right, it was it was like attrition. Getting awful. to the end of that game was awful. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's the most boring thing I've ever played. Shall we, uh, shall we wrap this shit up? Yes, I think we need to. Thanks, Omar, by the way. Tell us what you're playing. We thought we'd give you. Where, where are you from, by the way? From Glasgow. From Glasgow. Brilliant. Okay. But, the, but the name isn't a typical Glaswegian name, is it? So maybe that's what Chini's getting at. No, I knew that he was from Scotland somewhere. I just wanted to know where in Scotland. We're in Scotland, Glasgow. But uh, my family are from South Asia, so... Ah. Or, the, or the South Asian continent. There you go. So there you go. That's where the name originates. Because, you know, I'm, I'll be honest with you, it doesn't sound like a normal Glaswegian name. It's not got a muck at the McParves. beginning. McParves. Yeah, it's not got a muck at the beginning of your surname. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, don't you? <laughs> no, I, I, um, I think my last name as well. Um, it's quite, it's sort of more Portuguese, Spanish than South Asian. So it tends to throw off the South Asian community as well. Yeah, I'll bet he does. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet he does. Yeah. Um, so, on that note, we do need to do some shout-outs for the second time <laughs> in two nights right. and get the hell out of here. So, uh, uh, I'll go, go with you, Chini, first, and Armar, and I'll be bringing up the iTunes review that we got while you're doing that. So, off you go. Okay. Easy shout-out for me. Obviously, everybody that rang into the show yesterday, because we're, now, we're recording this the next day. And, of course, Armar, for coming back on, uh, because we cut you off. Uh, and we're very sorry about that, but there's nothing we can do. Um, we have discussed more precautions now. We are um, recording the show. Basically, the precaution is we're going to both of us are going to record at the same time. Yeah. Yes, it creates two files, but it's always a backup file. We should have been doing that anyway. So that's we should have been. I mean, and unfortunately, you know, that to be funny, I think we think that's only ever happened once before, where there was yeah. a, a sound file, but, but it was missing. For, for the sake of me uh, pressing the red button. Yeah, and, true. And deleting deleting a file once <laughs> once true. I know the show's fine. Yeah, um, it's not really a big task, so uh, we, we're going to start doing that. And I know Steve Conger, the, the professional podcaster, that is Steve Conger, always does a backup. What do you so, mean? He, he'll have about four PCs on the go at once, all recording yeah. simultaneously. Like I've just tried out the sound booth for the, for the week. <laughs> um, uh, not for much like, longer, though. Sadly, not for much longer. Yeah, uh, Steve Conger from the Gangsman. If people don't know, he's going to be quitting the show soon. But yes, uh, sh- shout out to Amar. Thanks very much for coming back on, and uh, everyone for listening in. We do appreciate it because. It's very difficult uh, to get people in the same time at once, and we love all the support. It really helps us get along and do it, and the more you turn up and listen and take part, uh, we'll just carry on doing this shit because, uh, yeah, uh, that's what keeps us going. So thank you very much. Amar, go ahead. 
A couple of shout-outs. Um, starting off with with uh, you, of course, uh, Chinny, uh, Stu. Me. Oh, Duke. thanks, man. Yes. Um, oh, forget it. forget for, about those two. Yeah. For 150 shows. Job well done, guys. And Duke, Duke couldn't even be bothered turning up to the second uh, record. Well, he heard him always coming in. He, he did. He did, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. And yeah. other shout-outs, um, Viking Mackham, the Lonely Robots, MTUK, The Big Woo. And, um, of course, um, Cuban P2 um, gate-crashed my um, Daytona multiplayer party and uh, proceeded to whip all of our asses. So, Cuban P, for the win. Um, that's it for me. There you go. There you go. Um, well, first of all, I, I should do some apologies, I guess, for, for the debacle that turned out to be the live show. Shit. I know. Well, I... If, if you listen to this and you're thinking about giving Stu some shit about recording, it's not Stu's fault. It isn't. Because Although I know it's not his fault because he brings me up and he goes, the fucking thing, what the thing. Oh, it's, so it's <laughs> not his fault. Don't give him any shit, people. <laughs> but I think it's kind of ironic with all the jokes in the shout box going, have you pressed the record button all night? Yeah. And I'm going, no, it's recording. Don't worry, it's definitely recording. And then this happened and I was like, oh, fuck it, it wasn't recording. <laughs> or it was was recorded but he didn't record anything <laughs> it was just empty uh, very odd anyway uh, so first of all apologies first of all that then thanks to everybody who did tune in and by the way i did have a look on um on Ustream, and the the sort of it gives you the maximum number of people i'm assuming it goes off unique ips or whatever but it got up to as high as 94 at some point that's pretty good wow which is a lot of people, you know, to, to actually be up at that time. And so to, even if you just popped in for a few minutes and popped out, you know, it's yeah, kind of... appreciate uh, it, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool that that many people came to a live show because we know it's difficult to do that, you know. It is difficult. Well, I mean, that's the highest I, we've ever had. I, mean, yeah, I, got, I, I couldn't get on, on Ustream at all. I tried and, um, and I popped out at 9 o'clock and I came back at 10 and I'm looking at my phone thinking, come on, Stu, call, call. And uh, then I checked my Skype properly and it's a message saying, if you want to be on the show, you've got to share contacts. I thought, yeah. crap, it's 12 o'clock, I've not shared contacts, but thankfully I got called back on, so that was good. Yeah, well, you came on, I mean, weirdly, it's, it's kind of um, the same thing, because last night you came on just as we were doing all the live calls, and I'm like, he's on, he's on, and then I got you on. And then tonight the same thing happened, how weird. Well, I was just telling my family that, yep, I'm on the Gamers podcast towards the end, I was talking about this, talking about, the, you know, check my phone, Skype message, and it's you, I thought, oh, bloody hell, so here we go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and then the other the other shout out I've got, we have got an update on an iTunes review uh, from a guy who's done an update twice now. <laughs> so this is this is a guy who just keeps updating it like it's yeah. like an email. He doesn't have any email system, so yeah. he just keeps like updating his review. This is his third update. Uh, so he says anyway, another update. Uh, wow, it's been a while, like a long while, maybe like two years. Uh, but after tuning back in with the latest episode, I am straight back into it. And good news is, it's like I never left. Uh, the show still has the three main gamer tiers, and the banter, format, and comedy is still fresh and new. Cheers, boys. Just a shame I barely play games anymore. So he's sort of an ex-gamer, but still like show. But you can still listen even if you don't yeah, play games. I mean, like, that, that might be more, so, a more reason to listen. To the, if you don't play games, you get, at least you get a snippet of what people are playing. and Yeah, what's going, going, on, on. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing, before we go, um, obviously, Armar asked last night... Uh, yourself and us how we all came about because we've, we have done this a few oh, times but yeah. there's always new listeners so I guess and, and Chinny take it away so let people yeah. know how we can right Amar's going to sit through this again he is so a long time ago back in 2007 I started listening to podcasts 
Um, and then I started listening to a podcast called 360 Plex. 360 Plex was a community-based podcast similar to ours now, uh, based on everything that Xbox 360, because the Xbox 360 was a lot stronger back then. Um, then, in 2008, GTA 4 came out, and they knew that I was a Rockstar fanboy, so they said, can you come on the show? And so they rang me, and I came on the show, and I, I, did, I did my usual shit, but I'm always like talking bollocks and being funny. Um, Do you know what uh, I remember the most about that call? Oh, oh, you being on that show was when you were talking about uh, Ninja Gaiden Two, what and say you said it was so hard you were scared of playing it, right? Yeah, or something to that nature. And you said you took it back to the shop and slapped it in the shopkeeper's face and asked for your money back because <laughs> yeah. you were. I think I might have exaggerated that story. I think you did um, a little bit, but it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, um, so I did that, and and it was also Stu's debut on this show as well. And I thought, that's weird, because there's another British voice on, and it's like an American podcast. Anyway, um, this happened, that happened, we were on the show now and again, and Stu got into a position where he was asked to do a show for a community called the O Three Fives. That's right. Stu accepted the offer, and then three episode, two episodes in, he yeah. asked me to come on, because he knew that I was like kind of okay. You were funny. And stuff. <laughs> so, and then that continued. Unfortunately, um, the we kind of moved away from the R35s. We did, but prior to that, Duke came on prior to that happening, wasn't yeah, sorry. it? Sorry, Duke was a listener and he came on and he wrote about Project and he came on, right? So yeah. we had um, me, Stu and Duke and another guy called Diablo who yeah. no, doesn't play games at all, so he's... Oh, he fishes though, he likes fishing. He likes fishing though. So he yeah. left the podcast and like, I think the people running the R35s was having um, a bit of trouble kind of like running it and there's all sorts of things. Anyway... That went away, so we kind of panicked and thought, what should we do? So we set up Veteran Gamers. That was the start of 2010, nice. January 2010. Um, that went on for a while, and then some of the people from the L35s started up Gaming for the Elderly, which is G4TE, and then um, the Overseas Connection was connected to another podcast that isn't anymore, but the Overseas Connection is now connected to the Game for the Elderly. That's why that's part of that, and here we are. And here we are, yeah. No, here that's, we are. That's good. I like that. I like that. Yes. That's a good way. So that's a little bit of history. We do get asked every now and again, Amar, because I, I don't know how long you've been listening to the show. Uh, since show 67. Yeah, so, show yeah. 60. So every now and again, like, people go, how did you meet? And sometimes we say it and people forget or um, yeah. people just miss, a, miss an episode or they dip in and out. So, yeah. Um, that's how it all came about. It's just a random set of circumstances, really. Yeah. Uh, me and Stu had never met each other before we nope. we we uh, did a podcast. Oh, we've still never met Duke. Um, me and well, Stu we've, now... we've slept in a room together. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we, me and Stu now know each other like very funny. well. <laughs> I would like to be. I would like to see what happens when you guys meet Duke for the very first time. I think that'll be fascinating. We should video it if we have. Well, do to it. be honest, yeah. right. D- to be honest, the, the first time I met Chini, it was really weird. It was strange. It, it was, was very odd because obviously we'd spoken to each other for like a you year, know, 18 You know months. them, yeah. yeah. I mean, like Greg, for example, who I do the overseas connection with, I, I, I feel like I'm very good friends with Greg. Yeah. Like, um, you know, we, we know a lot about each other and, and we speak every week, which is more than I can say for some of my other friends. It's true. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's strange. And I said to him, like, if I ever met you, like, I'd feel like... Look, I'm a really good friend and stuff. And he says, "Yeah, I feel the same." So um, it's just it's it's good, and and a lot of people that listen as well. Once they partake and they they um, get engaged with like you know the the comments and the uh, emails on Facebook, and they start playing with us online. I feel like on, you know Chris MJW, for example. 
one of the nicest guys you could meet, and he, he, you know, he's totally easy to get on with. And there's uh, Antonio, there's uh, School Duggar, there's you know all sorts of people that we've met, and they're just normal guys that I would never ever have met otherwise. So it's cool. Like there's that. a there's a lot of firsts this year because I think this year at Eurogame was the most people we've ever met at Eurogame, wasn't it? Because yeah. it was almost thirty different people we bumped into along the way. So that was really cool, and and we had the meet up in Manchester, which was excellent fun. You know, yeah, I missed that. I missed that. Yeah. Also, I was planning on coming down for that, but I had family commitments, so I couldn't make it. Fair enough. Well, maybe you know, like, we'll do another one sometime in a month, and you can, yeah. you can pop. Indeed, up. indeed. It was great fun, and it's just cool meeting people. It's just really cool just meeting people. I'm not. I'm not coming to Glasgow though. <laughs> no, no I, I, I was going to say if you if you if you ever do venture up north, and make sure you bring an umbrella because it's pissing up here. So I, might you know, be, <laughs> I might be in Scotland um, sometime next year. So. When I go up to Scotland, maybe maybe uh, I'll give you a call or something. But uh, yeah, do, um, do do give me a shout. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's 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 a weird thing. I've been to Scotland on holiday three times now, and no time I've ever been where the weather's been good. So it it just puts you off. <laughs> no, no, I mean I lived um, in Suffolk for seven years, and the weather was amazing. Yeah. Um, but then I moved back up to Scotland, and um, hey. um, <laughs> I've lost my tan and everything. So. Back to Haggis. <laughs> Back to Haggis. Um, so that's really about it, I guess. So. I guess thank you to Chini for coming back tonight to no problem. show up. No uh, problem. Thank you to Armar for you know joining us and and doing that. And and on that note, it was my you. pleasure. By the way, you, you're more than welcome anytime. So I guess if you know, we have got a few people now who uh, yeah, Gary. Yeah, we, we kind of look for standings, so we yeah. like to keep it as a three. Yeah. Um, so that's why we don't have many guests on. Amar, uh, people do ask why we aren't. We we never really have guests on, but we always keep it as a three. But sometimes one of us can't make it, so we do yeah. have a, a a few people that we can call upon, and he's kind of like a first come first serve. So Amar. Yeah, well, well, first first standing to be first, Gary Johnny Farpants. You know, yeah, before. I mean, but you know, sometimes you well, know he can't make it for whatever reason. Sometimes he can't make it. Sometimes other people can't make it. So you're more than welcome to, if you want to join us again, Amar. Yeah, to be a stand. I, I would be. Um, I'm. I would be honoured. Um, I mean, the vet, the Veteran Gamers podcast is by far one of my most favourite podcasts ever. I mean, I've got about twelve or thirteen on the go, but the Vet Gamers is something that I look out for on the downloads. But um, yeah, 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 that that that'd be absolutely fantastic, guys. Why? Why? I like. I just. <laughs> This baffles me. Oh, why? God, here we go, here we go. Don't, don't big him up. <laughs> why? Why do you listen to this shit? <laughs> I think um, the first one's, um, it's, a, it's a bit weird, but um, your show's two and a half hours long. Right. And my daily commute is um, half an hour in total. So okay. by, the time, by the time I get to Friday, I've listened to the entire show, which is good. Okay. So for me, it is the right length. But I think the other thing as well is um, a lot of my um, friends at work and outside of work, they're all into... You know shooters, and you know they're they're, they're very specific about See. the games. But you know, on veteran gamers, it's like you know, um, not you know, not everybody has time to sit there and play games hours on end. It's um, yeah, I guess that's why we call it the veteran gamers, really. But um, I think it's just it's just um, I think it's 
you know, you said um, there was three of you on the show and no yeah. more. And I think, is this the chemistry that you guys have, um, Duke, you and uh, Stu? Is this what chemistry do you mean? We hate each other. Yeah, arguing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think that's something that we the, the the biggest one of the good points we have is like our voices are very unique, which is important on on something on something that's audio. Like you know, the different voices. Uh, me and Stu sound nothing alike, um, and obviously Duke doesn't sound like anything like that. So that helps. And also, we barely agree. Like, it's very rarely we agree on anything. Um, so that also helps, I think, as well. Because, oh, I think it would be a very boring show if you guys all said, yep, that's, yep, correct. Yep. Yep. But you yeah. do get that. I mean, I've listened to podcasts where that Oh, yeah, they go, so oh, yeah, Assassin's Creed sucks. I agree, it sucks. And, you know, it's, that's, that's not a fun conversation. That's not a debate. That's the, you know, the whole reason people, Jeremy Cole drags people out that have a like, conflict is because it's fun to watch people argue it all the while, you know? That's, that's the whole point. And With guys, the, the, the other reason, the other reason, sorry, the, the other reason why the show's good is the sound bites by Duke. I have to say. No, you see, some pe- that's a love, that's a marmite thing though, because some people hate those. Yeah, including me. Yeah, including Ginny hates. It's a love hate relationship with them. Because I'm trying to talk, and I'm like, bang, I get one. It's it's weird. And some people don't believe that he's doing it live. It's, they think they're just edited in. But you no, can. No. You can you can attend to this now. He does it live, right? I I was a witness to that, so yes, yes. I can testify. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I occasionally tidied it, tidy it up to make it sound a bit more oh, spontaneous. On, you know, just saying. But a lot of the time, those spontaneous things nah, do happen. Up. It, it astonishes yeah. me sometimes. How fast yeah, they do it, happen. Yeah. How fast you get something up and it's on. Um, but yeah, the, occasionally it'll, it'll not quite get there. But a lot, you know, ninety percent of the time, it happens exactly how it sounds. You know what I mean? Right. Stu, let's get out of here. Yeah, we do need to get out of here now, so we are going. Uh, so bye bye, everyone, and thank you for listening. I guess. Thank you. Bye. Cheers, guys. Cheers.